Hello and welcome to episode 22. Is it right? Last so 21. <laughs> I hope. I have I no idea. I'm, I'll trust you. Welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. We're back from. Uh, uh, well, I've been trekking around Europe and you've been at your parents' place in Ireland, right? <laughs> yeah, I still am. <laughs> Countryside. Yeah, I just got back pretty much. For like Euro trip. It's been nice. Polish weddings, Berlin parties. I also went to, uh, start with that. First of all, first I went to uh, uh, my girlfriend's brother was getting married in Poland. So I went there. Yeah. Uh, it's real fun. The, the wedding was in the church was such a Catholic church thing. It's crazy. <laughs> The priest is like, <laughs> holy shit, with like incense swinging and stuff yeah, like that. All that shit, like the bread and wine. Damn. The whole, whole nine yards, everything. Yeah. So, um, then we went to this party and I drank so much vodka. It's crazy. <laughs> I've heard that the Polish tradition is like uh, vodka and uh, soda. And that's like, you just mix. And there's the, no beer, no wine? No, or... I was just taking shots. Oh, okay. I was, I was doing it like the, the Swedish way of our yeah? celebrations. Like snaps, but with vodka. Yeah. Shot, uh, shot, 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 shot. Yeah, they had like this, this brand called Splitza with like different flavors. Mm-hmm. And they had like seven different flavors, I think. And I was like, I'm going to try all of them. Plus the, the other vodkas, like the straight vodkas. <laughs> do they do they taste different, or is it just like vodka? Yeah, yeah. They're they're actually really good. Like they're not like absolute that just taste shitty with a shitty flavor. Yeah, it's like a good drink with nice flavor. They have like hazelnut and uh, kind of fruits and uh, cherry. Really good. Ah, that's smart. I mean, like the, most of the vodka here in Sweden tastes like cough syrup or something. It's more like, oh, uh, just being to Poland, like all the, the the vodka here just sucks. So yeah, and it's it do- like five does times the, expensive. Does the trick, but uh, <laughs> doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I should have brought snuffs. Snuffs is fucking epic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was during midsummer as well. So, uh, was it the same weekend that the yeah. wedding was? Oh yeah, that's true. Because but it was the day after midsummer, right? Because you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was during the the telethon. Telethon. Yes. Did you join? By the way. Yeah, yeah, I went on a wild <laughs> super. I I don't remember at anything from like what I said, but I know that I was on for a while, and then I uh, I was on. It was pretty late, so I was pretty drunk, and then uh, uh, went on. But then my phone died, ah. and I was like super drunk and had no idea what was going on. So I tried to charge my phone <laughs> in a power bank, yeah. and uh, it was like. Well, we were going back on the bus, back into the city from the party, yeah. and then uh, I I locked my phone. Like I put the wrong pin in like, four times. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I get back to my girlfriend's place, and I was trying to find my headphones, and I, I got super pissed off. And then like I joined the telethon again with the Horus. but then my girlfriend came and was like. Shut the fuck up! People are trying to sleep here, and I was like, "Where the fuck are my headphones?" 
what is my pin? I can't unlock my phone. Call my neighbor. And he's like, your neighbor isn't home. I'm like, call him anyway. <laughs> he started fighting and then he went into my bed and he just crashed in my bed. Was this all on air? No, no. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> I have to. Did they put everything out? Because I saw a clip that was like one hour or something on, on YouTube. But I, I couldn't find anything with uh, with you guys. I, uh, I don't know. No, I was on the, at the end of the first part, I think, with the British guys. And then you yeah. spent like two seconds with the horse guys. Oh. Uh, you joined and then disconnected immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I felt bad for not joining, but it was like the day after midsummer. So I was hungover and just like, I want to sleep. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but it was really cool of them to, to yeah. gather some cash. You gotta watch the, the entire thing. I think they yeah. gather like 20,000 Swedish crowns or something. Holy like shit, that's awesome. 1,000 euros or something. Yeah. I'm saving, I'm gonna spend my money on some lottery tickets when Scandis <laughs> is coming up. To win some fucking night houses. I saw they're starting to paint some of them now, also. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you yeah. We built uh, an entire night house. Yeah. Started painting one. Did, is, was it Freddy who started painting uh, blue? Yeah. What happened to the purple? Yeah, purple was so fucking beautiful. Did, did, did the people vote then for blue, I guess? Because he was supposed to ask the com community. Uh, <laughs> how anyone could vote for anything else but purple is beyond me. Glorious. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm going to ask her to do that. Maybe I should do that for my my tanks just repaint all my tanks for Emperor's children and do it with the MKA course uh, metallic although I didn't I didn't learn how to do the metallics but I guess it's the, basically the same idea just yeah. with metallic colors yeah that's pretty <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah should be fine so okay so after the after Poland where did you go then uh, I was still in Poland for a few days super hungover yeah. pretty much yeah. uh, the weather was crazy it was so fucking warm but then, oh, yeah. Yeah. These, like storms. Boland is so fucking awesome because it's yeah. so cheap. Yeah, it's awesome to travel to. You yeah. just you go out and eat, and like, oh, I can pay for everyone. And then it costs <laughs> for like what one person would pay in Sweden. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could buy like, a, you can buy a beer, a strong half liter beer in a store mm. for like, uh, how much is that? Like, for uh, 40 cents or something? <laughs> Euro cents? Or yeah. How much is that? In, what's it called in, in pounds? If pounds and... Dollar uh, deuce? <laughs> no, but they're like the smaller currency. What's that called? Pennies? No. Oh, you mean in, in London? No, yeah, but in England. Pe pen like have, pence? Yeah, yeah, pence. Pounds and pence and pennies and... <laughs> 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 so like uh, what forty pence <clears throat> for a beer, just epic. And then uh, you can buy like a half liter of vodka for uh, four pounds. <laughs> it's and it's way too cheap. It's crazy. I mean, like that, that's a good vodka. That's way better <laughs> than the vodka we have. Awesome. But, you know, I had my bachelor party in Warsaw in the capital. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, they they went down and they bought 
like a cheap vodka there, which must have been super cheap. And then we drank it out of the like teacups that you have in the hotel room. <laughs> oh, such a bad idea. Oh, yeah. You should get the Shubrovka. Shubrovka. The white one. It's the best one. So that, <laughs> they have the regular one with a, like a straw of grass in it. Uh, oh, buy some yes. grass. That one is awesome. Yeah, yeah I had... but they also have a white one, which is just the same brand, but it's a clear one, and it's the best one. Ah, the uh, Don't Lose Your Head podcast brought to you by Suprovka, <laughs> best vodka in city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that is awesome. And just eating, is, yeah, as you said, it's so yeah. Good. I I love the pierogi. Yeah, that's my favorite. I I tried the uh, yeah, the golonka this time. <laughs> Oh, is that the the sausage? No, it's the uh, it's the, like, uh, it's like the the knee kneecaps of of a I don't know if it's a pig or a cow, but it's it's ba it basically like ribs because it's oh. kind of the same kind of meat because it's like right next to bone to a, yeah. like a joint and it's really tender, lots of fat, just oh so good. So it's but, not just like uh, uh, oh, what do you call it? Cartilage. No, no, no. <laughs> really good. But I, I had to try it because it's in this comedy sketch, the Swedish comedy sketch. Uh, Grotesco. Have you seen it? Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me. What what, do, what are they doing? Oh, yeah. There's just this girl sitting in a restaurant and then she's sitting there and drinking a drink by a table. And then the waiter comes up with this huge plate of meat. And she's like, what is this? I haven't ordered this. And he's like, oh, this is Kolomka. Uh, from the gentleman over there, and then he points at the guy at the bar. He's like, mm. at <laughs> "You don't, you don't buy the girls a drink. You send them Golonka, <laughs> <laughs> so she knows that you mean business. I, I can feed you, babe. <laughs> oh, so good. You'll never be hungry again. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> so, uh, where did you, the Euro trip go next? You you went on some crazy bus ride for like days or something. Yeah, so that that was Krakow, and then I was gonna go to my cousin in Berlin. Mm -hmm. uh, so I took a bus, Polski bus. Mm -hmm. uh, it took like nine hours. Mm. Uh, and I got there uh, pretty late at night, fell asleep, got up, and then we went out for a walk during the day. <laughs> and then, uh, when I was going there, my girlfriend was going to uh, Kidinia. It's close to Gdansk, which is oh, yeah. Danzig, too. People <laughs> Danzig! From Germany and Sweden. Okay. Yeah, next to the Baltic Sea, right? Yes. The north of Poland. Well, yeah, I was just thinking about this when I was going to explain this as well. Like, am I going to just throw off all, like, all of the American listeners and most of the <laughs> European listeners? So, Poland, it's like to the southeast of Sweden. Right next to the coast, and Germany is southwest, so it's just right next to Sweden. All the Krakow yeah. is in the south of Poland. Close and the, ba the, the Baltic Sea is between uh, Sweden and Poland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I went to Berlin, and my girlfriend was going to Gdynia mm -hmm. uh, for a festival mm -hmm. with her friend. And then they were there one day, but then her friend had to go home oh. uh, the next day. For a day okay. and then come back. She had some urgency to come back. So mm. uh, they asked me if I wanted to go to 
Gdynia for the festival for a day. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I have to like take another bus ride for nine hours during the night. The day yes. after, I just got to Berlin. Oh. But I never been to Danzig or Gdynia, so whatever, I'll go. So <laughs> I got my ass on a bus and went over there and got there like in five in the morning the next day. Yeah, I slept a bit and then went to this festival. It was nice. What kind of festival? Was it like a food festival? or uh, yeah, Music festival. Ah. All the openers, like the biggest festival in Poland. Okay. Bands. Foo Fighters were playing. Nice. Uh, I'm not really a Foo Fighters fan, but it's cool to see. Yeah. Uh, and they had this, it was in the, like an airport, and they had this really cool, like silent disco. You know, the, know this concept? <laughs> Oh, wait, is it like everyone is listening to the music through headphones? Yeah. And when you take them off, it's just completely silent in the room. So you can yeah. talk with people. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, I love that. That's, that's super cool. So it was in this like hangar, mm -hmm. uh, the small hangar that was like covered in dirt. It's like a military airfield. Yeah. So um, uh, it was in there and there were two DJs there and they <laughs> both were like, had this lights. Mm -hmm. uh, by their station, one mm -hmm. of them had blue lights and one of them had green lights, and then all the headphones had lights. So when you oh. switch channels from those two, you could see who you were listening to. Ah! So you could see like, oh, a lot of people are listening to the blue guy, so he's got to play some really nice things. Yeah. And you switch over there, and then it's a really cool concept. So we're competing for the dancers, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that. So it's like, oh, you can take them off and then you can talk to someone and you don't have to be like, hey, what are you doing here? You know? Yeah, exactly. So it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day I went back to Berlin. Oh. Ouch. That's a lot of time spent on the bus. Yep. It was. Brum, brum, brum. And the next day we went to a pretty cool party. So it's all right. Mm. Crazy club. Berlin has yeah. many crazy clubs. Um, uh, this is super Berlin bouncer guy. He's like thin and tall, uh, bald head, and like a bright green sweater and a huge earring <laughs> and mascara. Uh, was the bouncer? Oh, shit. The line was so long, and then like, when we finally got there, uh, there were three guys in front of us. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they stepped up, like to to the entrance, uh, the guy was like, "Leave." Get out of here! <laughs> like, the, no, you just get out of here. You don't look like cool enough. To you guys or the guys who no, the guys in front of us? Whoa! This is immediately just get out of here. <laughs> but then we got in. Thank God. <laughs> so you look cool enough. Of course I do. You had mascara. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually also wearing a bright green sweater, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like uh. <laughs> I, I don't know why I put that shirt on if I was going clubbing because it's like a just looks like a, a sweater I would use when I was like ten. <laughs> but it was the right one. Yeah, it was apparently meant to be matching the bouncer. <laughs> I thought it was like some German crazy nightclub, so you were in like a gimp suit with this uh, <laughs> gas mask or something. Yeah, we are here for the rave party. Can we come in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Party, party, Niklas. It is a new. <laughs> you kids with your energy, you know, I can hardly dance anymore with my 
my knees, my Golonka knees are not good. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, so that was pretty much it for my Berlin trip. Yeah, I went home, but I bought Nutella, but they fucking threw it out in the airport. Like I what? put it in my bag, but apparently can't bring Nutella, so they fucking stole it from me. What? Is there some toll thing for that? I mean, no, but is it's it, like a, they is it, a, they count it as a liquid. Ah, got that. How how like <laughs> viscous does it have to be to be a liquid or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this isn't a liquid. This is solid. You can hold it upside down; it won't move. But what about if I um, uh, had like uh, sandwiches with me and mm -hmm. covered them in butter? Does that count as a liquid? <laughs> I mean, glass is kind of a liquid, right? But it's just yeah. very slow flowing. So, and also, I actually got a beer glass from Poland, which is like huge fucking beer glass. Yeah. And I was, so they took out the Nutella, and I was like, "Oh, is it my glass? No, it's this Nutella." Like, okay, <laughs> you know, I could break this glass and probably kill someone on the plane. <laughs> you shouldn't Nutella say that, though. Nutella. Uh, that's that's exactly what you should argue to the to the <laughs> security guys. You know, I could probably kill you all with this <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> See this this fingernail? I could kill you all with it. <laughs> I'd bite it off. <laughs> oh shit! No, oh, you'll have to smuggle it through your anus next time. What's <laughs> yeah. up? Nope. Just my nope. <laughs> in a jar. Oh shit! Uh, okay, so that was the end of the Euro trip, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've had a yeah, pretty uh, no, not very crazy summer so far yet. But maybe so. I'm I'm at my parents' place uh, because I'm, I'm I have like a summer employment uh, at a field station here, uh, where I'm working with sorting insects. <laughs> Uh, for like a big wow, you're you're such a fabulous bile. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know. It's Bi and it's like biologist by day, sorting insects by night. Oh yeah, it's like oh, are you? Do you have vacation? No, I better. I'm sorting insects. <laughs> it's like I think it's my fifth year at the station. So I've been I've been doing this for a long time, uh, and it's like a, a big project for the Swedish no, finding out. Yeah. Now you know all the insects by name. Nah, stuff. not. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, it's like a sorting into insect orders. I put like mosquitoes in one tube and uh, wasps in another tube and beetles in a third tube, sort of. Yeah, that's explaining it badly. It's it's pretty fun. Um, so what do you do with them? It's for you like the, enhance them. Now the the end goal. They're all dead in in alcohol. So the end goal is like to find all. All species we have in Sweden was like the idea, ah. uh, the project. Well, so, so it's no, they they had traps all over Sweden. They had some in in the, in the north of Sweden as well. Right. Uh, but you're doing it on now, Yeah, yeah, all the sorting. So we're just sorting it into like uh, insect families, and then we send it to experts that uh, determine them to species. Uh, so, so it's like a like a big sorting line. <laughs> It's always interesting to see, like, you, you always kind of find new insects yeah. when you're walking out, like, what, what the fuck kind of insect is that? 
Yeah. You know, like the basics, like fly and mosquito and wasps and stuff. Yeah. Then yeah. there's always like something like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, some crazy, scary flies up there. Like predatory flies. They look, they're super hairy and they have like massive arms and just, then they have this big, like a beak kind of thing or like a big straw. So they just catch, they just fly, capture things and then they suck out their juices. They look fucking terrible. <laughs> but they don't, like everywhere in Sweden, but they don't attack the, humans. The horse flies? No, they're called, uh, they're like called predatory flies, I think. They, oh. they only eat other insects, but they look like a, a, they're pretty scary to look at. <laughs> but yeah, but, but that's, so that's, that's nice. Um, and then I'm staying at my parents' house, which is, um, it, has, it has some bats living in, in the wall. I don't know if I've talked about this because it also every summer this happens. Because, okay, so the bats get in in the ceiling next to the chimney. So they, I guess they go under the, you know, the, the roof tiles or something like that. Um, and then they go into the wall, which is between my room and my parents' room on the, on the top floor. This is my boy room where I'm staying in the summer. It's like left, just like when I was living at home, <laughs> like a museum uh, full of Lego and cool stuff. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so they're in the wall and, um, and I can hear them because they're, they're like, you hear this, uh, little, like, they're just scuffing around in the wall and like, they have babies in there and they make this very high pitched sound like, oh yeah. Um, so, and that's not a big problem, but, but then between the chimney and the wall, it's not completely like it's, it's not well, there's like a gap there. So basically the, the, the bats can get out and get into my room um so <laughs> which always happens at least once every summer uh because we're yeah we, my parents never do anything about this fucking hole <laughs> in the in the wall uh and uh, so this this year first i hadn't thought about it much i mean i heard that they were there like you feel like, like yeah it's good uh <laughs> and then one night there one uh, adult uh, bat was in the house just flying around and like like everyone was trying to get it out they open the door and the windows and it's just stupid it's just flying around and everyone's like whoa ah, woo, because you think it's gonna land in your hair or something because it flies straight at you and then it turns last minute it's like oh like a freak show oh, but, oh so stupid but then we got it out so that was that was cool and then i thought okay i should i should uh, you know seal the hole which i do every summer so i put you know like towels and shit and i just press them to make it you know to seal it uh and, and then i was satisfied and, and then it, a couple of days went by uh and nothing really bad i mean i could hear them but i just took earplugs and i was like yeah they're in the wall blah 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 and then one night i'm just i'm going to bed i lay down and i i'm reading uh it's a it's a double bed so i'm reading at my side of the bed and the other side is empty um and i hear the normal no noise coming from the wall uh, uh but then suddenly i hear this sound but it's coming from the left it's coming from the other side of the room and i'm like oh fuck there's one in here now oh no and i hadn't heard any wing beats or something so i was like oh, okay i get up and i turn on the lights i start you know slowly going through the room like okay where are, where is it can i see it? it's not flying is it sitting and then i see a bat sitting down by the chimney uh and there's like this little gap i didn't you know i didn't stuff and seal perfectly i thought that that's such a small gap they can't get through apparently they can get through that uh and it was just sitting still there and it wasn't flying and I was, oh shit okay so i call it dad come in here you gotta help me with this fucking bats in here uh 
<laughs> so he he comes in. He doesn't see the one by the chimney. He goes up and he sees by the other side of the bed uh, on the pillow, which has has this white cover. There is another bat sitting <laughs> just on the pillow. So I was reading with a bat like less than a meter away from my head on the other pillow, and it has to have crawled there. Flew. I I didn't see it, but I went into bed. This is oh and. I think they were both um, baby bats because they weren't really flying much and they were kind of docile and like, Arr. so we just carried the pillow to the chimney and then both of them just crawl into this little gap. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's fucking cover it. We took, you know, toilet paper and all stuff and just you know, stuffed it in there. Like, don't get into my room. Don't get into my room. This, oh. is, this is hilarious. Like, I think it's <laughs> annoying when you get like moths and stuff in your room yeah. or like a fly. But, I mean, you have bats You've been fighting bats this summer. <laughs> I'm like Batman. Awesome. Uh, last last summer was the worst because then one of them actually landed in my neck. <laughs> I was also lying in bed and I wake up in the middle of the night and I hear this wing beats and I'm thinking, oh, sh I, I have time to think, oh shit, it's in my room. And then whoo, it just lands in my neck and I do this, you know, crazy and I start you know, running up and scratching my, my neck and I I, I turn on the lights and it's in my bed and I thought, oh shit, I killed it because, you know, they're very, like, fragile. And I, I just hit it. And, we're, and it, I can see its head, like, spinning around, like, whoa, you know, these butterflies flying over its head kind of thing, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but then, you know, after a while, it shakes it up and then it starts flying in. And so I was oh shit. So I just closed the door, went, went out, went to sleep on the couch downstairs. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my summer so far. <laughs> Crazy animal experience. Oh, yeah. I think in we bat expect some uh, superhuman bat hybrids in the future. Yeah, shit. I'm probably gonna get bitten and get some superpowers, or I'm just gonna get rabies and die. <laughs> that's more likely. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna make it happen. I mean, you're the, the biologist. Oh yeah, you already oh, yeah. got the the in insects of the tube. Yeah, bats like unlimited access to bats. Yeah, <laughs> superpowers. Oh, I'll just wait. You have to, to make bits. make your boy room into a really creepy boy room slash Fabius Bio laboratory. <laughs> yeah, I'm now sleep. I'm sleeping upside down from now. On. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna see carved up bats like pinned to the wall. And <laughs> ah, yes, I'm just insects everywhere. Experimenting on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh shit! But I think that that was enough of uh, non uh, heresy related shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back to business. Should we start with new stuff? What's come out? Like, okay, we we've been very lazy lately, but I guess so has Forge World and <laughs> maybe not Games Workshop, but Forge World. Uh, there's some new Blood Bowl stuff out, but for 30k, there's oh well, there's Amon for oh yeah for uh, Thousand Sons players. And then for the Custodian Guard, it's the Telemon Super Heavy Mega Fucking Dreadnought Tron. Telemon Dreadnought. <laughs> With a fist and a, a Rackness pattern storm fire cannon or something. I don't know. It's some scary it's fucking shit. Fucking massive. Have you ever yeah. before? Yeah, I think I uh, just briefly went through them, but do you have them there? Or, yes. or do you know? Tell me. 300 points, 13, okay. 13, 12, 4 whole points, initiative 5, 4 attacks, weapon skill 6, ballistic skill 5. 
Strength nine base. Well, doesn't even need his fucking glove. Yeah. So it's a pretty fucking badass. Yeah. The weapons it got like it. I don't know if it comes with the. Uh, the yeah, it comes with two fists, but then of course you would exchange one of the fists for a Arachnus Storm Cannon for thirty points. Dang. Arachnus Storm Cannon is either a range seventy-two, strength nine, AP one, heavy two, exo shock. Or, burst fire, range forty-eight, strength seven, AP three, heavy seven. <laughs> oh shit! That's so yeah. That's so versatile. So the strength nine is like like seventy-two range. That's <sighs> it. so uh, uh, two shots. You hit on two plus, and also it has the same thing as the that uh, deodorant dreadnought thing. <laughs> that if you score a penetrating hit on a four up, you do a second penetrating hit. Oh. So it's uh, pretty pretty brutal. Mm. And the burst fire is just great for clearing marines. Mm. And like terminators and stuff. Yeah. And it also has a Proteus plasma projector and the fist. Just oh, okay. five AP2 template. Hold one, kiss hot. <sighs> just like a, a, a plasma. It's just a plasma flamer, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, um, uh, can you give it more than one shooty weapon? Can you give it two of those? Or? It has three. So it's got the, the Arachnid Storm Cannon, if you change mm. it, which you probably will. Mm. Uh, a Plasma Projector, which is the Plasma Flamer. Then the Fist itself is Strength Times 2, AP2, Melee, Shred, Murder, Strike. <sighs> so, like, reroll to wound. And sixes to wound are instant death. But, but okay, so it comes with two fists. But could you give it two storm cannons? Yes, you can. Change ah. Because that, wow. I mean, yeah, that's freaking brutal. Like you, you can fire four, four massive anti-tank shots. Yeah, and I mean, if you're strength nine, as you said, you don't need the fist kind of. I mean, you would still beat yeah, shit down true. with those. Okay, but I guess you're not AP two then, yeah, or that does a big difference. That that does make a. <laughs> And also, it has a, a spiculous bolt launcher on <laughs> top of itself. Oh, is that like a little grenade thing? Or like a the, the missile? And it yeah. Shoulders. So, range 48, strength 5, AP 4, heavy 5, rending volley fire. <laughs> uh, volley fire. If the bearer does not move in the movement phase, it may double the number of shots fired by this weapon. <laughs> Oh. The, the special rule does not allow models to move and claim the benefit of this rule. So yeah, it becomes heavy 10 if you're standing still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the Leviathan, the Leviathan uh, Siege Dreadnought costs uh, 270 points. Uh, 270? Yeah, and, and this one was three, 300 and... If you would upgrade both uh, of them for Storm Cannon, it would be 360. Okay, but otherwise 300. Yeah. <laughs> But imagine this with two of those Arachnid Storm Cannon. Mm. Uh, and then you're standing there wasting Marines at 48 inches <laughs> with 14 strength 7 AP3 and 10 strength 5 AP4. Yeah. This is just crazy. And then you're like, mm, yeah, maybe I want to just waste the tank this round. I'll just fire four uh, strength 9 AP1 shots with Exoshock. Might as well. Oh. 
Man, I haven't. I'm glad I haven't met anyone who's playing Custodes yet here in Sweden, at least. But I think there's some working on them. I don't know. Linus is gonna play them at uh, Scorpius. Okay. <sighs> See how it goes. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Um, other than that, in new stuff, there was also like yeah, there's more stuff for Eighth Edition and the Primaris Marines. All our favorites. I, I have the latest White Dwarf here. I haven't gone through it much. Uh, but there's like, uh, there's some easy to build Marines. I guess it's some kind of snap fit ones, right? You can buy packs of three. Um, and they are, they've released a new, a new class kind of called the uh, Primaris Ra Is it Reavers? I don't know. Is Reavers spelled like that? It's Reavers. <laughs> Reavers. R E I V E R S isn't Reaver spelled R E A or something? Yes. So how do you? I'm fairly certain. <laughs> how do you pronounce this? It's like Ravers. I don't know. Ravers, but uh, okay. They they basically look like some kind of scouts, but Primaris Marines. So their armor looks a bit weaker, I guess. They have some cool bolts, uh, no, like uh, grenades strapped to their chest, and they're. Uh, uh, shoulder pads are a bit like slim, slimmer than for the others. Yeah. I guess they're the same size. They seem to be. So they're their new true scale kind of thing. Uh, and they have bolt pistols, or yeah, it's probably better than a bolt pistol. It's a uh, heavy bolt pistols. Okay, yeah. And some cool uh, close combat <laughs> blades. Something that's a bolt pistol, but it's better than a yeah, exactly. heavy bolt pistol. <laughs> But but the cool thing with these are the other freaking skull helmets that they have. Yeah. I kind of like them. They look kind of, sort of like a chaplain helmet mixed with a normal Mark IV or something. But I mean, they, these just scream light towards to me. So I don't know. I, I would want to use them somehow. But I guess the height is the problem now. Uh, it's well, a bit sad. If you just take the, the helmets, it's not a problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because they are the same. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's because before anything that was released, even if you, you know, maybe it was a, the wrong mark of armor or something for, you know, for 40k, you could at least swap bits very easily between that and 30k. But I guess it's going to get harder and harder now that the scale is kind of changed between the Primaris Marines and normal Marines. It looks weird when they, they're painted Ultramarines because Ultramarines is like the not the chapter that would be running around in skull helmets. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I would like to see them in some other... I mean, these like, as Night Lords would look so fucking cool. Or like, for 40k, like Blood Reavers? Yeah, something like that. Flesh Terrors? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, Reavers even a chapter? I meant Flesh Terrors. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Flesh Terrors was exactly the thing I was thinking about. Yeah, but their, their poses are super cool, and the, one guy is holding a knife, like, you know, backhanded, or what do you call it? Yeah. Oh, they look. They, I, I, I like them. I, I, I think really they like cool. the legs. It looks like they're, looks like they're hovering Stretching. somehow. Like they're standing on tippy toes. Yeah, that's they're true. Sneaky. And they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like sneaking like the pink panther or something. <laughs> do -do, do -do, do -do. Oh. No, but I, no, I, I'm still, I'm still pretty happy with the. I don't really know what I think about the new uh, Space Marines. I think they they look like a, a bit uh, flat and sleek somehow. Yeah, but I think they look... I like that they actually look 
as large as, as they should be, and they look heavy with the the, the new bolters they have. Are like yeah, the, massive the, and the the bolters are nice, but the Marines themselves, I don't know. They I was thinking about this, and I think that the thing is that they don't look like gothic, like the yeah, ones do. possibly yeah. They look a bit more sci-fi. Yeah, and they don't look as as grim without the 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 grill of the Mark Seven. Yeah, that's true. Um, they they look more advanced in a way, which I guess they should be. But uh, but I I don't mind the models. It's uh, it's still the fluff that's a problem for me. Like yeah, that as well. I would have liked it more if it was just like a reboot of. There are no more old Marines. Don't think about them. These are what Marines always were like, and just I don't know, or something like that. Just because they should be much better than normal humans anyway so and they should be much larger and i don't know it feels uh, for me it feels like space marines are never in the game they're never as good as they are in the novels because in a novel like one single space marine could be pretty unstoppable for a for normal guardsmen but in the game you know of course they die it has to be balanced but <laughs> it's always been a bit of a um but other than that i don't think there's any new stuff here that really um, is useful for 30k. There's some cool pictures of Magnus the Red versus uh, Lehman Russ painted up nicely. I don't know, they're re releasing these new packs again with the starters, starter set, but it's like you get containers, but they're made of paper or something. Kind of strange. Oh, it's yeah. Little mini maps or something. Yeah, you have yeah, like a game board made of carbon as well, I think. Yeah. I don't know, it's strange. Guess that's it for new stuff. Yeah. So, oh, have you been yeah. doing anything hobby related? Uh, not really. Uh, my idea for being here uh, on Erlan is that I should build some more Sorotalis boards or rooms. Uh, uh, I haven't done it yet, but I will. I will. I will <laughs> at least make the frames, and then I can do the rest in the apartment. And I will. The idea is that when I come back, uh, I can have some weeks for airbrushing. I need to get into some serious airbrushing. Uh, but I've been re I've been reading. I finished uh, one of these uh, um, Horace Heresy novels called um, I think it was Legacies of Betrayal, mm. like a collected a collection of lots of these uh, short stories or novellas again. Right. Uh, and those are kind of nice because you can finish one in in a in an evening. You know, you just read a an entire story. Um, but it's. Uh, some of them are really good. Some of them are really bad. Or you know, it's always yeah. That's a kind of problem with those short series. Yeah, there were some cool things about Fabius Bile and and Fulgrim and stuff. I, oh I, yeah, there was there was one. Can I just uh, without spoiling too much? But I mean, it's like Fulgrim, and he's playing kind of like chess. I think it's yeah, regicide or something with Ferris. Ferris oh, yeah. Manus. It's clone. Yeah, and he's a clone, <laughs> and, he, and then it turns out like Fabius has made so many clones of Ferris, and he can't recreate him as he really was. And then Fulgrim just ends up killing them all. Look at I don't yeah. know. That was really strange. But I mean, okay, if it lead, it's leading up to Fabius trying to make Horus as a clone, I guess. But they, I don't know. I don't know. That, that was strange. I just got a bunch of books that I've got to catch up with. Yeah, yeah. Which one are you gonna sink your teeth into first? Uh, well, I got seven books. Angel yeah. Exterminatus, Angels of Caliban, yeah. Praetorian of Dorne, Pharos, Fear to Tread, Mark of Kelf, and No No Fear. 
Okay, I think I read most of those. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read Praetorian of Door next. Yeah. It's really good. Try to keep up. So you kinda <laughs> you you know the, the thing that's happened happens in it already, so uh because of spoilers or because of like yeah, yeah I think I think I've heard it, but I tried not to. Uh, I'll see. I'll see. Uh I'm I'm not completely sure what happens, but I have my I have some ideas. I I, I don't know what which rumors are true or and which are not. <laughs> but I have to thank yeah, uh, Frederick Svensson, one of the Svensson brothers. He, he came by and lent me that book, and also um, Horus Heresy Book Six Retribution. So I I don't think I've had held one of the black books in hand before actually, uh, and I'm sitting w- with one here now, and it's like oh oh. oh leather bound and the little uh, tassel and the sti- the steel edges that I heard they could probably kill a, kill a person <laughs> it's so beautiful I, I need to take the time and just read through the fluff in this one because it's it's amazing mm. so I, I might be later in the show I might talk a, a bit a little bit about uh, black shields just like a little summary for, yeah. for the listeners I mean it's not nothing new it's been out for a long time now but it's always nice you know to get some talk some about it um, but what about you have you got some hobby progress have you used your your uh, extra apartment as a spray room yes i actually did yesterday oh nice uh, i went there and i got the greens on my sons of horrors yeah oh before okay. i left i did the depreciating yeah that's true yeah you told me uh, and last episode yeah now i get the actual colors on okay now so they're they're green green and mean so it's two green colors that you use, right? Yes. Okay. The, the two virtual colors. Yeah. Uh, this Lupercal green and Sons of Horus green. So one is just to cover everything, and then the other is for like a highlight, sort of. Uh, well, you put the, the dark one in the dark areas and the light one in the lighter areas. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I put the airbrush down, and I started doing some brushwork. Mm-hmm. God damn! It takes such a long time. Oh. Uh, I was doing like it. I was gonna do like brass trims on yeah. the armor, uh, but I decided to like give it a a brown base first, so it like will Ooh. cover better than just putting it on black. That's a good idea. But it just takes takes fucking forever. Which mark of armor is it? Uh, it's a mix. Okay. But, on that squad, it was Mark Three. Ah, oh, yeah, Mark Three is crazy. There's so many of those fucking rivets. Yeah, uh, I kind of regret lines. using it. But yeah, it uh, looks awesome when it's done, though. Uh, so, Pays off. but that squad is pretty cool, I think, because I think I'm really getting down the like, what I was going for with mm-hmm. uh, like that they're they're looking like proto Chaos Space Marines. That, oh, yeah. That you can hint that what they're gonna look like later. Yeah, how they look like now, because they have like a Mark III armor, and some of them have like Mark III helmets or Sons of Horse helmets or Mark IV helmets, mm. and then that squad has those Chaos Space Marine backpacks, the ones with oh, like, yeah. the long exhausts, yeah, like a prototype for Void Warfare, yeah. Uh, so they look kind of Chaos Space Marine, and then like I, this is Mark III, and I really like this effect. I think it turned out pretty good. I painted like their. This Mark Three is just Mark Two with extra armor on it, with mm-hmm. extra armor plates attached mm-hmm. to it. So I painted the 
the Mark II armor beneath and green. And then the extra plates are black. Oh, shit. Okay. So it looks like they're just wearing a Mark II armor, but then when they're going out to fight, they attach these extra pieces. Oh, okay. I haven't thought about... Okay, so all the... It's like the front of the legs? Yes, the front of the legs. And the, the um, kneecap, or...? No, not the... Shit, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's not the kneecap. It probably looks... Like, color-wise, it probably looks better if that's green, I think. So it doesn't look too black. Yeah, maybe. So, like, yeah... Uh, is the, the foot somehow... Black uh, or green? Yeah, the, the foot also has an extra plate. And then okay. The, the, the legs and the, the lower part of the arms and the chest. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, but about the shoulder pads, will they be green? or? They will be black. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they will be black on yeah. all of them. Cause How are you, are you doing the black by hand? Just like brushwork or? Uh, well, you they do were black airbrush? first and then I did some appreciating of the black, but then yeah. in the areas where there some green got on from the other airbrushing, I'm yeah. just painting them black again. Okay, cool, cool. But um, so all all scores will have different uh, color schemes, pretty much. Yeah, but same palette. Oh, so that, using the same colors. That's a really really cool idea, and I mean black and green goes very well together for Sons of Horrors. It's like yeah. the yeah. just just staring colors coming tying into that. Yeah. We have some uh, red somewhere as well, or they, um, they sometimes have that. Yeah, I was thinking of like making some red panels here and there. Yeah, just some really, or just a small decal that's with a bit of red, or I don't know, something like that. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna and use brass. <laughs> yes, brass. <sighs> Damn. Um, like one of the squads have like green arms and legs, but black torso, and the mm -hmm. other. Squad has got green torsos and black arms and legs. Mm -hmm. The third one's got like mostly green and the fourth one mostly black. Yeah. Oh, so they look kind of like they're mixed together. Oh, whatever we had left, we had to like scramble some parts and or 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 maybe just be super well equipped for void warfare. Uh, yeah. The thing is that they're kind of supposed to look like very individual, like all of the yeah. squads. Yeah. That they're. I want to make them feel like a like a chaos warband. Yeah, um, that they're just these raiders, and all of the groups are just their own clique. Mm. So it's also represented with like none of the squads are a ten man squad. They're all these oh. like, odd numbers, like six or seven guys. <laughs> that, like if someone dies, they're not just gonna bring in a new one, like a new mm. recruit. They're like Excellent. their own group. Yeah, that's that's nice. Damn. So what's the next step? It's still a lot of brushwork to do with them. Or... Oh, yeah. I got the basic, so the basic colors, like black and green. Mm -hmm. Now it's just all the details. Mm. And uh, how, how many do you do? Do you do many at the time? Or do you do like a squad at the time? Or uh, a model at the time? Or Since I was doing the airbrush thing, I was doing all of them at the same time. Yeah. To get like a consistent color on. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, but now that I'm going to do brushwork, I can start doing them squad by squad, actually. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it sounds good. <laughs> yep. It's going to take a long time. Yeah. And, like, usually I'm a very fast painter, mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of color on Sons of Horrors, lots of different colors. 
mm-hmm. and just these extra steps of airbrush makes it take like so so much longer. Yeah, but so it's, it's the result. The result. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the thing with painting. Is if you know more things to do with your model, it's gonna look better. Yeah, but it's also gonna take longer. Um, and I was thinking also with the, like the studs on the Mark IV guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should make them um, like a metal color or a brass color. Because mm. that's on, on the green. So I think that like metal and green work pretty well. Yeah, but, I agree. But, but the, I have like two different colors for my son's mm-hmm. It's black complemented with brass mm-hmm. and then green that isn't complemented by anything yet. So I don't know if I should make it a metal color to make it more of its own thing, or yeah. also put brass to tie it in with the, the black parts. I think you could do either, and you could also mix for different different models, I think. But I, I, I like the, le- like the idea of using lead belcher or something. Uh, yeah. Because I think that the metals will never... Uh, it will work with any color, basically. <laughs> that just looks natural that they would be metal. Um, or make yeah. some of the studs metal and some brass in the same on the same shoulder pad. <laughs> Blue and red. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I've been thinking also with my sons of horrors uh, about expanding them. Okay. And I was thinking like a different concepts and like if I would make a two thousand five hundred points list, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll play the reading. No, this won't work. Or this won't be any fun to play, or like this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. A rating force wouldn't do this. And mm-hmm. then I was thinking, like, maybe I'd play the easy way out and just do Pride of the Legion. Oh, okay. Nah, it wouldn't work. Because then I would like have veterans, but how would they fit in with the Reavers? Cause, I mean, yeah. The Reavers are pretty much veterans, so it would be weird to have both of them, like one kind of regimented unit and one just. Rating unit mm-hmm. feels weird. So I've been actually came to the conclusion maybe I should just keep the Sons of Horus as a 1250 Summer Talus Force because that's like what's their theme is. Yeah. You know, I want to have them as like the, the boarding force for my, uh, my Battlefield Gothic ships. Yeah. So I actually think I'm gonna leave the Sons of Horus <laughs> 1250 and like. Have a force that I'm happy with instead of forcing them into a bigger points level. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. So it doesn't seem, uh, yeah, uh, stretched out like a strange force. It's like, oh well, how do you, how do you defend this idea? Or I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, like, why do you have combi flamers on your outflanking reavers? Like the the they're just uh, walking on. Like yeah, I mean they're supposed to be for so much else, but now yeah. It's gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but while I yeah. was thinking about this, I did come up with an idea mm-hmm. that I got pretty excited for. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about this less and like how this concept would work and with what legion it would work best with. Uh-huh. So I come up with a new project that I want to pursue eventually. Another legion? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this would also be like a, a set project yeah. with 
like a 2500 point list that i would just like make this list and have this list and play with this list because oh. the iron hands are my main region so i can just if i just find a model that looks really good i can buy it and then use it for iron hands yeah while this would be like an, an army a complete army that wouldn't be expanded upon anymore hmm. so i'm thinking about building a pride of legion ultramarines list what the fuck? <laughs> you gonna join the Smurfs? <laughs> yeah. This is like the most... Like, I wouldn't even have expected myself to want to build this. Because yeah. I never thought about the Ultramarines. But yeah. I was just thinking about this concept and it works so well with them. Oh. Like on a, on a fluffy level. Did you have, But you haven't read the Fear to Thread yet, or you haven't got an no. Ultramarines hard-on. Hard on. It was just... about to start reading it. There. Holy shit, you, you're probably going to finish your force before I start with my Octomarines <laughs> force. <laughs> no, and this, this force is very different from yours, I think. Oh, that's cool. Then maybe we can uh, ally. Yeah. Sure exactly. or something. Then we'll go to another double events and lose. Yeah. Very hard. <laughs> so but, the thing about this thing is that I wanted, I was thinking about like a, an all infantry force mm -hmm. with rhinos, and I wanted mm -hmm. like the. Then all inventory force they could deal with shit by themselves, like without mm -hmm. having a bunch of tanks to to help them out. Those thing, you know, just I hate regular tactical marines, mm. but veteran tacticals are they're like how tacticals should be. Yeah, yeah. They're like very well priced for what they do. Uh, but I, when I was thinking about this concept, like how like this list would work together. It actually, the reason I chose Ultramarines is because the list is so boring and, <laughs> and like, in a way that only Ultramarines would do. Yeah. I'm thinking this in some support, but no way they would do this. <laughs> the basic concept was to have six veteran Tacticum Marine units oh, with the yeah. exact same loadout. Oh, sounds like Gilliman would. Yeah, follow the codex. Follow the. <laughs> yeah, so the, I was thinking of having six of those and maybe have like two assault marine units mm -hmm. come with them as well to, to make them more of a tactical unit. And this reminds me a lot about how I used to play my Iron Hands back in 40k. Okay. I went to the, for a tournament once yeah. where I brought six tactical marine squads Ooh. with four racerbacks, and that was pretty much my entire army. Which is pretty hard to deal with, maybe, or... Yeah, there's a lot of Marines. Yeah. It can do a lot of stuff, because the Marines are pretty good. I mean, Marines can die pretty easily, but if you have enough of them, then they're very flexible. Mm -hmm. uh, they have their own weapons. And veteran tactical Marines are, like, even more so. Yeah. So very flexible, because they can choose their uh, their tactic at the before the mission starts. Mm -hmm. So you can choose to have some outflanking units, some tank hunting units. It's depending on what you're playing. And then together with the Ultramarine special rules that, that are like, oh, if this squad already shot at that squad, then you get a benefit, and you know you can have all these. I think you bet. It's a good to have a lot of squads that can like tie. Oh, I've already assaulted this squad. Okay, then all of you, these two squads, do the same, and like they have to help each other. Yeah. Uh, what about the assault marines? Did you think about having the special assault marines for yes. Ultramarines? I was Look. thinking about that. Uh, Locustari like, or something yeah, like that. After I, after I picked the Ultramarines, yeah, they they came to mind. So first I was thinking of six veteran squads and maybe fill out with assault marines. But then 
mm-hmm. when I was actually checking out how much points it would be, I came to the conclusion that either I have to play only six veteran squads mm-hmm. or four veteran squads and two of those special assault marine squads. Oh, they're that expensive. Uh, yeah. Uh, each squad of veterans costs 325 points. Mm. Loaded out. Uh, and the assault marine squads actually cost the exact same amount. Oh. And, uh, and what's the, the, the unique thing with them is that they all have two plus armor, right? Yeah, they all have <laughs> artificer armor and they all have power swords. <laughs> and they can reroll their scatter dice while deep striking. And yeah. the turn that they deep strike, they can fire their weapons twice. You give some can, of them special weapons, maybe. They can have three plasma pistols. Nice. And all yeah. the pistols are shooting shit at but that's the entire army. Like it's just infantry, and will it yeah. be four, so four the, veteran squads? Before yeah? you like, what the fuck are we gonna deal with anything? So the veteran squads <laughs> are loaded out with just their ten guys. Mm-hmm. The veteran is uh, the sergeant has got a artificer armor and power fist. Yeah, nice. Uh, and one of the guys has got a legion vexilla and a power sword. Yeah. Uh, four guys have got combi Malthus. Two guys have got combi plasmas. <laughs> Two guys have got missile launchers. Nice. And they're riding in a rhino with those blade and multi Yeah. So that's times four. Damn. This squad, you can either outflank it and just wreck shit, like disembark and just destroy an infantry unit with like mm-hmm. missile launchers and combi melters and combi plasmas and shit. Uh, or you can use them as machine killers and just drive around in a rhino and shoot the two missile launchers from the top hatch at strength mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. So they can both cruise around and shoot tanks, and then, then when they disembark, they have like strength nine multi guns and strength eight plasma guns against oh. tanks. Yeah, <laughs> those squads can deal with a lot of shit. And then, so the list is, uh, what's the guy called? Fuck, uh, the the console type that lets you take delegatus. Uh, Yes, the goddess. So it's a yeah. goddess with a legatine axe and jump pack mm-hmm. and an armor. Ah, with and one of the, the assault squads or the... Yes, so, so that guy. And then the second HQ is a command rhino. Okay. It's very ultramarines and it yeah. fits in with the list because if I want to outflank and deep strike and shit, it's nice to have this sort of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then those four veteran tactical squads, they can pretty much deal with anything. And then two of those assault marine squads, yeah, armor and three plasma pistols. <laughs> Holy shit! And that and that's it basically. That, yeah. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it feels like you, like you don't have anything in your list. Like you yeah, nothing. But each of those squads are like three hundred thirty points, which is a nice point level for a got decent unit. Yeah, and they're gonna be able to deal with uh, most most things that they come across. I think. Yeah. Uh, and also, the, like the power fist on the veteran sergeants, if you take machine mm. killers, that's yeah. also strength nine against tanks. Oof. You can penetrate land raiders and shit. Yeah, and tell uh, tell them on dreadnoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! So are you are you gonna paint them with the Matthew Kane? Scheme, or are you gonna find your something else, or try uh, something? I, I don't think I'll use the Matthew Kane scheme because I think yeah. that's a bit, uh, it's a bit too pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do them like very muted if I'm doing. I think. So yeah, I think we're gonna, I'm gonna do them as like cow veterans. 
Ah, oh, that would be cool. So like really, really gritty. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, the theme I'm going for also is that uh, I want to do them as Heresy era Sons of Aurora. So okay. Are they like one of the special chapter later or something? Uh, yeah, they're a successor chapter to the Ultramarines, and they're basically red Ultramarines. So they're red and they have white shoulder pads, and then the symbol is a red Omega sign. Oh, so they're completely red. Yeah, but but, but I wouldn't paint them like that in Heresy. Yeah, but you'll add more red than yeah. So the, the, rest. the idea is to paint them all with red helmets and yeah. red. Uh, shoulder guard trim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be sweet. Maybe you could use the Red Omega. If there is one on the transfer sheet, I don't know. Uh, there I, could be one for the 40k. There's still transfer sheet. In yeah, yeah. 30k. So. It's just, yeah, it's just nice to have a hint like what they will become later. Yeah. Oof. So yeah. The, the idea is to have the Villa Goddess as Aurora himself. Because they're ah. says in their fluff that they're named after like a very heroic figure from the Heresy era. Oh, nice! He's the Delegatus guy. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I mean, what if we ally these forces together? If I manage to get my force off uh, with like just breachers and rapiers and uh, jet bikes and stuff, it's like also yeah. kind of infantry. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> although, yeah, okay, yeah, you'll have your like rhinos at least, but your list is uh, a lot better at holding ground. Yeah, and you'll be more assaulty or like. Yeah, if versatile. I want to do like an outflank, like all four veteran squads, <laughs> you strike the assault marine squads. Yeah, or so, I can uh, start with everything on the table. It's a, I think it's a very, very flexible and very ultramarine force. Yeah, so I'll just set up like a wall of you know some rapiers and then. Just a shield wall in front, and just like this is our deployment, and then they, they come at us, and then you just outflank and fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, I am the anvil on which they shall break. <laughs> you are the hammer that shall smash them into pieces, <laughs> and then we will lose and win the the, the spoon the spoon award the yeah. Nicholas award. Did yeah, you see that? I got my own award. <laughs> Could you explain for the audience? Is it Freddie or who's? Yeah, Freddie made uh, some awards for. The, the Scorpius event. Yeah, so coming made, up in August. He made a wooden spoon, which is engraved <laughs> with the Nicholas Award. <laughs> so this is yeah. the un unlucky one. I'm getting so bad at this game that I'm getting my own awards for losing. <laughs> no, don't, they're just jealous. <laughs> you have like... He's jealous of my fluffy list. Yeah, yeah, they just baggage. can't handle... I think that should be... The, the, yeah, you should make it as fluffy and as terrible on the tabletop as possible because then you <laughs> it's like yeah my, my fluff is I have these uh, crippled veterans <laughs> that are all and yeah. and you just play them like well you could move six inches now you know I never move more than three because like in the fluff like these guys are paralyzed. <laughs> the, the thing is like when I'm building armies, yeah. but I I always think about theme so much and like have a an army of one specific theme. Yeah. It always ends up like sucking on the table. Ah, no, but to be fair, I don't think you're lit. Yeah. The best armies I think are like just well balanced armies, but I always like, I'm stubbornly wanting to play an army that is supposed to work in one way and then the mission says it's supposed to work differently and then it's lose. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think your lists have been bad. It's, you've been unlucky and for in some reason, in some cases, the, the missions just haven't suited 
your list. But, but like this last double event, like yeah. they were playing all for slugging Death Guard army, and it's really cool, but it's not the most efficient thing. Mm -hmm. so you can pretty easily use the void because the thing is we had a bunch of terminators and terminators want to go in assault as well oh yeah but if and, they walk yeah and and i was playing this like semi assault orientated iron hands army mm -hmm. which is just totally crazy <laughs> especially when people are fucking putting haywire sectaria everywhere <laughs> uh not bitter <clears throat> no. oh, i hate that unit they will be banned from your own. Uh, yeah, I should fucking Gerber. do that. <laughs> two up, two up. It's, that's not even a fucking game. That, that's Warmer 40k. That's not. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep, you can have house rules. They're five up, five up for <laughs> yeah. Scareberg. Because of the, the wind. Oh, it's yeah. like an electromagnetic the wind. The, wind. The, the, yeah, exactly. The electromagnetic winds is interfering with the haywire signals. Yeah. <laughs> that. Man, I should write that in. It's a good idea. Yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> oh. oh, but that's oh, that's that's fucking awesome. So another idea, but okay, but are you gonna be like strict to yourself and be like, okay, I have to finish the Sons of Horus first, play with them, and then get this? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably not gonna do this for a while, but I found yeah. out how to do it. I just I just need like two cow boxes. Mm, and, yeah, uh, uh, five rhinos. Yeah. Do you think is the calf box still being produced, or are really? they like? I don't know. I don't know. Like, do, do are they selling it on the website still, or yeah, is yeah. it just like the excess stock? No, I think they're still making it. It would be crazy if they stopped. Yeah. Or, no. You mean that the, now that they started making them? Uh, I just thought like they made like a, a total number for that, and then they make another total number for Prospero, and they're just moving on and not like keeping on. I don't know, but it seems, I mean, there seems to be a lot of them left because they're, all, they're still selling them at events for lower and, and lower prices, so. Yeah. But it just it was just a, a thought, like, is it just the, the, the rest, or are they making new ones? Or? Uh, I really hope they're making new ones. Yeah. It's I mean, otherwise, you could still buy... Box ever. Yeah, you could still buy all the pieces separately, although it's much more expensive in that case, but they are selling them as separate boxes, I mean, with... Uh, also, this might be controversial, but I'm getting the cow boxes because I think Mark IV is cooler than Mark III. Ooh, you don't want to paint the trims. It's not that, it's like the models. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, like it as well. The plastic Mark IV are better than the plastic Mark III. In my opinion. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I like the plastic Mark III. I, I think they made a good job, actually. Uh, yeah. But, I don't yeah. know, the, the Mark IV... Uh, it kind of suits more the more rounder mm -hmm. style of plastic, mm -hmm. more yeah, than resin. Yeah, that's. I think like resin Mark Three is like a billion times more good looking than resin Mark Four. Yeah, but in the plastics, I like Mark Four better. Yeah, yeah, and some for some legions definitely looks better. I think Ultramarines are like mm, in between. I think I think they would look better in Mark Four maybe than Mark Three. And I'm doing Mark III just because of the Breacher theme. Yeah, like, but, uh, yeah, like Breachers, that's definitely Mark III. To go. Yeah. But, that's um, their god. But also, like, yeah. Tactical Marines is like. They should have the newest, IV, best stuff. Mark IV feels like a more tactic, tactically flexible armor. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that list, 
And at least you'll just be able to see what your opponent brings. And then you'll be like, okay, tanks, I, I'll give tank hunter. Because that's how it's, it works, right? You, you can say that before the game, what yes. rules they have. So you can, it's not cheating, right? It's not like, oh, you have tanks, I give my units tank hunter. Oh, that's, that's the point of it. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, when I was thinking about this list, uh, also is that uh, probably Ultramarines isn't the best rules-wise for this. Mm -hmm. I think that either Alpha Legion or Sons of Horus would actually have the best rules for this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because Sons of Horus is just a straight-up uh, BS5 within 12 inches, which is really good for when you're disembarking with your rhinos and just wasting shit. Yeah. And Alpha Legion can select tank hunters or infiltrate uh, stuff like that mm -hmm. for their army. But I think Ultramarines is probably like in, in the middle at least because they are pretty decent rules for this. Yeah, they have a and, good buff like for synergy. Yeah. So, so could for could for example your Rhino shoot okay now they have a multi melta, but the, the Rhino could shoot at something with the multi melta. And then you get like uh Real it's easier. Yeah, for the rest shooting it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still good, but like I think that Sons of Wars and Alpha Legion would be better for this list. Yeah, but yeah. I think that the theme fits uh, Ultramarines a lot better. <laughs> yeah, as you said, it's like a pre-made uh, formation, kind of like Gilliman would design. You know, yeah, you should have four identical, identical squad of this, and then you have these two, and yeah, that's yeah. what you do. Because <laughs> I feel that the Sons of Horus would, uh, they would have a lot more individual loadouts yeah. for their squads. Yeah. Like, yeah, they would have one veteran squad and then one reaver squad and then one something else. Or yeah, but the, the squads would be like, well, you think that thing is good, but we're totally different and we do our own thing. So we have these weapons. Yeah. Which yeah, maybe is how I'm building my reavers now. Mm. So like, I don't want to do another army of sons of wars as well. And I like I, it. Yeah. And it, they don't fit in with how I built the ones I have now. I can't. I can't slot in. The ones I built now into this kind of list, hmm. so I just have to make a new one. And that could be kind of fun to play a list that isn't perhaps optimized. I mean, in that list would be fun to play if you had one squad that are just combi plasma, one squad that are just combi melta. You know, it's like oh, okay, these are uh, you know they're specialized at taking out tanks. I have to then you have to think about which rhino to go where. But on yeah. the other hand, it's also interesting to play yours, where all are good at are kind of good at everything. Yeah, and they're like ex the exact same as the other one, so they're exactly yeah. as good as the other squad. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Gilliman would have wanted. And also a very Alpha Legion, but I don't feel like doing Alpha Legion. No. Yes. Although they're, they have a cool color scheme, but nah. But I think that they, I don't think they would be that fun to model because then you would, with that theme, they would just all be exactly the same. And yeah. I would strive to make each model look exactly the same as the other one. Yeah. So these ones, I think it will be a lot more fun to paint mm. and it will be a cooler theme and I can do them like a glorious calf veterans and yeah. a lot of battle damage. And, uh, yeah. And in and each I, squad, you could have some individual markings also. Like yeah, exactly. Small things, some knee pads and, and stuff like that. Like a little. And, uh, I was thinking of making like the, the Vexillas like small standards as well. Oh yeah, I would love to have those, you know, Roman standards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I've thought about that also for my breachers. I don't know where to find. I, I've looked at some third companies that are selling those, or you would have to get the the Forge World, or yeah, oh, no, you know, this event. Nah, 
the special model, the ultra Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about like a, a standard like that. But you can't just buy three of those. <laughs> yeah, you could at Warhammer World, I think. They still sell them there. Then they would all have the exact same standard with the same same exact same text. Yeah, but you could maybe has it as a, have it as base and then. <laughs> I don't know if you if you find a good idea how to make those, let me know because I also want to have those. Okay. I was thinking actually the, three of the, them. The Chaos Space Marines, they have like a standard bearer arm. Yeah. Thinking of doing something from that. Yeah. And I thought about like finding some brass, maybe etched brass for Ultramarines. Yeah. Then you get those circles. You could just put and like some eagles or something. Yeah. It shouldn't be impossible. Although I guess that brass is kind of fragile. It could bend easily. Yeah. And it ships pretty easily as well. So. Uh, mm hmm. Well, you just have to think no. of something now that we're both focused on Ultraman's ideas. No Matthew Kane, he has blessed us. He has shown us the path. I was, I was talking to Matthew uh, during the course about this Assault Marine Squad. Yeah. Like, why is no one taking them? They're fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen them either. I mean, like power swords and, and yeah, and the thing is two plus like, armor. Yeah, they got artificial armor, and that's like the thing. Yeah, like every other assault marine squad, the the big thing about them is that they die because they're in the open. They can't have transports. Mm. But these guys have two plus save and yeah. jump packs. They're like terminate ten terminators with jump packs. It's just insane, and they're yeah. not that expensive either. And you could join them with a a carry maybe. Uh, a Primus Medica, I think. Okay, is it still a restriction that the carriers can only join some? Yeah, units? there's a list. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a Primus, uh, yeah, maybe not in your list in that case. But I was thinking of putting one in, but I didn't have the points. Yeah. I also had a little, just the other day, an, an idea for, a, for an army. That would be kind of cool. You, guys, you know, every now and then you get these ideas like, oh, shit, someone should make that. That would be <laughs> awesome. And I'm not sure if I will be able to do this. But I, I had this kind of uh, fallen angel idea. Uh, for for the little list, uh, or I hadn't made a list. It was just a, like a theme, um, and I wasn't sure. First, I thought about blood angels. This it could also be like dark angels, or it could be any legion. But you just maybe you make them as black shields in that case, and you scrape away the the paint. It's like you don't know which legion they used to be. But the idea is, uh, yeah, so fallen angels, and then I would you know. So first I thought about Blood Angels that had actually not resisted chaos, but had fallen into that. And, you know, so you see wow. some crazy corn uh, worshipping Blood Angels. Which, you, I mean, you could assume, like, so that there was yeah, some that, kind of... That's a really cool idea. Yeah, some chapter or a squad or something that actually weren't there when someone just, you know, saved them kind of, or they, they just actually fell to chaos. Uh, because I had, I thought it would look really cool with the, you know, the, the very the blood red armor, uh, and then you would have maybe a lot of. Uh, I wanted a lot of cloaks, you know, like like this, like a seraph, you know, like a, a a bloody angel, like this. I don't know, like an evil angel or an angel of death. Uh, so you have a the blood red armor, and then you have these cream cloaks, kind of like the dark angels have, you know, on top of the armor with a lot of. I don't know, cloaks and, uh, uh, yeah, just some fabric hanging over them. Uh, and then uh, maybe these hoods would look cool on some some models. Uh, and then 
perhaps even going so far as having some wings, you know, <laughs> from either the Sanguinary Guard or uh, the Mordathan or I don't know, something like that. And you paint the wings black or something, you know, so it's, it's really, I don't know. I think, I, I think that could be a really cool idea. Yeah. That's Lots of blood. Yeah, now that you're talking about those wings, I was thinking about that. Uh, the character that uh, Jens used. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Astrograph, Astrograph, the Grim or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, he has those black wings, right? And uh, like a bloody muscle, muscle. Yeah. What do you say? You can see exposed oh, muscle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but I was using in like bloody ends if they're fallen to chaos. Yeah. I can't really imagine them having cloaks, like, <laughs> like all secretive. Yeah. That's true. They would just be like crazy. It would be more, cool. maybe if they had like tattered cloaks. Yeah. They're like just ruined. Yeah. Kind of hanging off them. Yeah, because I wanted to have, and I wasn't even sure. I mean, in one sense, they could be not fallen to chaos. They're just some kind of separate unit that you don't know. Are they loyalists or traitor? Are they just like a? They're kind of. They've gone a bit insane, you know. They used to be these beautiful angels, uh, but they're just now devoted to killing or something like that, and that's why you have these. Uh, but still, yeah, I, I don't know. I like the idea of having some kind of cloak, but as you said, maybe it should then look really torn and maybe blood splattered or dirty or I don't know, something like that. It was just just an idea that popped into my head. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice idea. I should just make one model or something. I also thought, what if you somehow invert the colors and maybe either maybe having white armor is not easy, like a ser bare ceramide, or more that they just scratched off the color and they have like black shields and so they're just some gray or black and then you have red cloaks instead or <laughs> something like that blood red cloaks uh, i don't know i don't know i should just try to make one model paint it in a cool way or something for an idea but or we should yeah we should get some listener to do this for us that's what i <laughs> i like to just find cool ideas for armies but you can't do all of them so you just ah someone do this speaking of our listeners should we read our mails yeah let's do that Right. Mailbag. This time it's uh, twice as many mail as we usually have. Please get <laughs> mail. Yeah. I just got another mail. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we're speaking. We have three mails. Yes. Holy shit. Uh, so I just got this mail actually from uh, from Freddy. Mr. Freddy the Swede? Uh, what's to say? Nicholas, can you put your name on the wooden spoon in the Nicholas Award? <laughs> Engrave it with your sorrow. I need your tears. It's about the, the Nighthouse raffle. Ah, like July so, 9th update. So we can shout it out or something? Yeah. Yeah? All right, so... Greetings, with only three months to go of this year's raffle and the draw for the prize of Scandals 2017, we figure an update was due. We would like to start off with thanking everyone who participated in the Heresy Against the MD Telethon a few weeks back. The money donated through the hours of the live stream far surpassed the money donated during the last year's stream. And this was before the powerful Mr. John Stanford matched. Yes, matched. The sum total of the donations, bringing the donations for the live stream the total of... Get this. $5,010. Well, from one guy? Uh, oh, no, what's this? The, the total. With the donations so far, Telethon yeah. included, a total of 
7,240 of the 10,000 goal for 2017 has been reached. Damn. Yeah, so we're almost there. Yeah. And with the nice money business, no, yeah, with the nice money business dealt with, it is time to get into a brief, a bit of detail. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen to a fair few episodes published by our esteemed colleagues in the Heresy community. We have noticed something that <laughs> that's hopefully, us. <laughs> hopefully can be cleared up with this email. Mm -hmm. Information on here where to find the raffle and what the money is donated to has been presented with accuracy. But it is when we're talking details where stuff becomes a bit muddled. There have been mentions of Freddy painting it all on his own. Today, MKA Studio will paint the knights, and none of this is true. In fact, there are three principal painters of the three knights' houses. Each one is responsible for their own knight house. Painters yeah. are in order of house names. <laughs> house Slyact, Hagvarian's finest. Freddy Bergström. The Varangian Heresy, not from the Varangian Heresy. House Macabius, Jody Chapman. Also from the ring in Heresy. Yeah. And House Melanex, Stuart Mack from the Geno 5-2. Yeah. Who also runs a business called Mijarel Studio. Yeah. I remember when we first shouted this out, I didn't know it was uh, Stu that it was painting the third one. So I was just, oh, it's just some British guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a professional guy. So it's not like, oh, if you're unlucky, you get the British guys. <laughs> So, sorry right, for was... not remembering it was you painting names too. <laughs> now I know. Uh, and with the addition of a donated Warhound Titan, we have a fourth painter. The Drew <sighs> Mortis Warhound, Tom Stallard, also from the Geno 5-2. Oh. As a final note, before the credits roll, we would just like to mention that for people that might still worry, no money is ever going to us directly. All raffle tickets are purchased through donations directly through Parent Project md.org goes yeah. directly to the parent project muscular Dy dystrophies mission to end the shame yeah donation of 35 dollars or increments of 35 dollars enters you into a raffle with a chance to win the prices listed nice houses etc mm. or et al the hell is et al uh, and others and others yeah et al is like latin for and other and yeah, other scientific nerds with yeah. Latin. <laughs> I have to learn Latin if I'm gonna play Ultraman. <laughs> Invictus mortis, spiritus sancti. <laughs> but that's yeah, because I remember last year when I got a ticket, it was like, it's this yeah, it's this. Um, it's not like you send. Oh, you can just send the money to uh, Freddy's account right here. Yeah, here's my. Or no, it's like this um, professional website for racing. I don't think. I'm not sure if it was even like via a fundraising website. I think it was the, yeah, the... Last year? Yeah, wasn't it like the medical... Yeah, it was the same, it was the same website, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's straight to the scientists, kind of. It's their yeah. own website or something. So, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. It's is, cool. Is the, I'm not done. Yes, yeah, this is a bit left. All the prices are sourced or donated to the raffle. None of the money raised will ever be used to cover the cost of the prices. Speaking yeah. of donations, these honorable persons have donated items for the raffle this year. This is donors. Yate Buzzy, uh, Buzzy Nice, Ryan Kimmel, also give one, Jan Staff, also give one, mm. uh, uh, Jody gave a Lancer, <laughs> and Chris Pretty also gave a Lancer, I assume. And Alistair McGregor donated a Warhound Titan. <laughs> That's so awesome. 
Also, there's a linked raffle. Maybe we'll have to put that in the show notes. There's a lot of nice people out there. Yeah. There is hope. The raffle. And if you're thinking about this raffle and like $35, I don't know. And uh, maybe if I just buy one ticket, I won't win. Well, Mm. the winner last year who won a fucking Warlord Titan bought one ticket. Yeah. (laughs) So $35 and you get a Warlord Titan for, which is worth what? Unpainted? I mean. Yeah. Crazy amounts of money. Three three hundred dollars, and and that's like that that's one price that you could win, or I mean, you could win smaller things as well. Yeah, uh, but these are like four grand prices. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna get tickets, but I'm not even sure what I would do if I get it in the house. It's like, where am I gonna store them? <laughs> how many? Uh, how many? I wonder. Yeah, is it? Well, how many nights was it per night house? Was it five or seven? Seven. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'll use them as terrain. <laughs> yeah, just put them on the board. Put I'm just gonna around their feet. I'm gonna smash them together as if they were like fighting until the death, and then just <laughs> scatter all the, the husks and make terrain. <laughs> or wait, just... yeah, wait. Didn't we talk about this? Like seven of them, they could just like. And morph together like work, 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 transformer style and become one <laughs> warlord. Uh, I become your legs. I stand on your shoulders. I am the weapon. <laughs> yeah. the mech. I mean, if you just because, especially the Forge World ones, you are in pretty small pieces when you build them, right? If you just buy five of those or seven. And you use all the bits. Yeah, couldn't you use the bits to actually build like a transformer <laughs> Mega Knight? <laughs> I don't think it would be that difficult. I think it, it's possible. Yeah, you, you, you like four of them. Yeah. Oh uh, 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 yeah, if you have five of them, yeah. you could build like mega feet. So each leg would be a toe, and it's like yeah. four four piece foot, and then one in the middle. Yeah. God damn it, Morton! Are we buying <laughs> five knights and building a Mega Knight? I think something is easier. We we just need to buy tickets so we win all three night houses, and then we we start with this project. <laughs> Imagine the weapons you could build. Like you could have if you build get like uh, an yeah. and one Acheron and put like make a fist with yeah. like four lances from the lancers. Yeah, and just like an Acheron cannon in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what's cool is. Is it like having just four lance lances? around like together or should you just put them after each other to make one giant spear you could just spear through like a war lord or something and then you could use all the shields make, like make a fist with the, the yeah. four spears yeah yeah and you could use the shields and put them together to make a mega shield yeah on the other hand <laughs> and the, the head is somehow made out of, of the different knight helms they're like, or something, I don't know. Madness. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you dedicate it to Chaos, make it like Dark Mechanicum, because they would do something like that. <laughs> All the bits that are missing, you just fill with the green stuff that looks like a kind of tentacle demon thing that's just corrupted it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We've been rather This episode, we don't really have a, a theme. We just, it's, it's just good. <laughs> Just catching, good Harry's talking up after yeah. summer break. That's exactly right. what we so, got to do. Uh, what we're actually doing, we're reading out emails. 
Oh yeah, shit. Continue so with the mailbag. We got another email from Kalle, who's been yeah. on this show. He's from Skövde, but now lives down south in Skåne. Close to Malmö. Yeah, so he's powerful. Powerful Malmö Meta. Yeah. He uh, plays uh, awesomely painted world eaters, and now recently, doesn't he play Black Shields or is it Raven Guard? Oh, wait, no, he plays did... Black Shields. He has awesome Black Shields. Yeah, the the guy who's hanging out of the rhino and like yeah. shooting with a drive-by. That's yep, yep. awesome. Um, so he writes, "Hey guys, or hi guys, why do you hate me so much? Putting me on the spot <laughs> to choose between the fate of Scarabird and of Ari Seven. How soon?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, Kalle. When I, posted, sh- when I posted this event, Skirmish is Garberg, I was checking my list that I made on the 30k Sweden page. Oh, I need to update that as well. Uh, and there was no event in that weekend. So I posted the event, and then uh, Oscar from Square was like, oh, fuck, that's when we're having Avaria. Well, fucking write that earlier, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now there will be two events in Sweden at the same time. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that's a big problem because I mean, the Skåne guys have—they have such a big community by themselves, so yeah. they're not gonna have any trouble filling that up. Mm. And I think that like the people from Borås and uh, Gothenburg and especially Stockholm mm. have a lot have a lot easier to go to Kravda. Yeah. Have you already heard anything about uh, people who want to come, or is uh, it a bit early yet? Freddy is coming. Oh, nice. That I know. Maybe Eric and some of the uh, yeah. people. I hope Eric is coming. Because they were sponsoring with some terrain, right? Yes, and Eric t- is coming. I was yeah. coming. Freddy is coming. And then there's a bunch of people interested. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You have not clicked attendance. <laughs> I haven't even clicked interested. Uh, Holy fuck. Oh, I probably have interested in such a vague thing. Yeah, like. yeah, it's not. It's. I mean, it's good because, like, for me, it feels some of the events feels like they're so far ahead, and it's like, ah, oh, I don't know yet what I'm doing for them uh, at that time. Um, so then you yeah. just pick interested, so it will you will get the information. Uh, but but if you're place like coming, and then you can plan your life around that. Yeah, oh, yeah, you should just set this up first. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Uh, but I mean, your I, wife asks you like, "Hey, do you want to spend this day to go shopping in Gothenburg?" Like, <gasps> sorry, I mean, four I signed months up. ago, I promised that I would go to this thing. Yeah, they're counting on me now. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, but <laughs> you just collect interest, and then you're like, "Yeah, but I was thinking of doing this thing." But if you say you promised it several months ago, it's yep. more important. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I, I, I imagine for uh, event organizers, that must suck. It's like, okay, well, four people say that they are coming, and we have 20, uh, you know, yes, spaces left or something. And then it's like 30 people that are interested. How many of those are like, will it be overbooked? Should we get more tables? Or yes. uh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a public urge. Yep. Like attending. Yep. This <laughs> makes life easier. Yeah, for sure. So that's for Starberg. I'm going to update some descriptions on that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, we got a third email from Mike uh, or Akimi, but his email still Akimi. says Mike. You're going to have to change that up, Mike. Just Magic Mike. We thought you were Akimi now. You're making us confused. Uh, 
you're right. You got it right the first time. It's a kimi. Well, I got a kimi. Right. Yeah. The part that got cut off, or the, the nail called the battle report. So it's from the same event. Yeah, okay, so last time, was it last episode or the episode before, we read out an, an email from Akimi about uh, an event uh, attended with, and it didn't go very well, <laughs> I think, for the Empress children. Uh, but uh, these are some additions then to, to what happened, I think. Yes. So the part that got cut off Fulgrim charged the Leviathan because, well, he thought, I'm a Primarch and the greatest horseman alive. I can't yep. of course cut that down. I've heard that story before about Fulgrim. <laughs> uh, then he got beat down by Cataphractic Terminators. So my total for the event was I got tabled. Then barely <laughs> lost in victory points and a technical draw for the narrative but lost on victory points. I think the guy's Black Shield fluff was since they couldn't resupply these adapted local Xenos Mounties. So apparently those Unpainted guys, of course, I couldn't see what legion they were because they were fucking gray. Yeah. Or apparently black shields. Also, they were supposed to be unpainted. <laughs> it was actually fluffy not to paint them. <laughs> That's what uh, bare ceramide looks like. <laughs> so they were apparently using Xenos mounts. I still don't like using Age of Sigmar shit. Or uh, <laughs> maybe they're from the Empire. I don't know. I don't like fairy tale mounts. But they were allowed to be unpainted because this was like a tryout, right? Yeah. And ne next event is going to be fully painted. As to the fully painted, it was the group's first real event, but Robert <laughs> said next event fully painted. Yeah. Good on Robert. Robert, yep. thank you. <laughs> uh, but that's also fair. I mean, to start a, start a scene, you might as well try to have some games in the beginning without painted. But the, yeah, as soon as possible, get it painted. Like I, and I'm, people will like it more. I don't really care that much about like the gameplay of a game mm. yeah, if it's a really good game like at least in this game it's all about the narrative yeah, like, yeah. pain and model is i'd rather have like five painted guys against other five guys and just try and make some fun rules up around that mm. than to use the rules around unpainted miniatures and Akimi has a fluffy list and, and got kind of got some prize for the narrative side, I think, or was it was a draw? You said oh. or something. Well oh. you, so even if you even if you lost and got tabled, that doesn't matter. You could get the Nicholas Award. You can get a wooden spoon sent to you. Uh, <laughs> it's not about that. It's about the fluff. That's why what we our heart is beating for. Yep. Just to be a total Nietzsche, just even if you lose, you're still winning on the inside yeah it's a personal victory yeah yeah i mean i lost all my games at lincoln as well so far <laughs> we're, I, it's just we just suck and then we sit here like being bad losers we're like well at least we have the coolest fluff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just try to convince ourselves of that <laughs> oh shit it's, it's not that, that we're bad. Everyone else is just a fucking cheese lord trying to whack everything. Fucking whack faggots. <laughs> oh shit. Now we should we should make for some event we should just like oh fuck this and we should try to make the most bad yeah whack list ever. I was for some scandals. 
after the Hagarian thing, I was actually running at the list. I was like, well, I'm going to show those fuckers. I'm yeah. going to make a really hard list. And they're all going to be like, oh. So I was running up like an armored, it was called armored spearhead. Yeah. With just predators as troops. Mm-hmm. So it's basically just a predator HQ with my plasma tank and yeah. my two regular predators. And then I would get three more predators without sponsons. And then I would get a Typhon siege tank. And then my two Malkadors, I would put demolition cannons on both of them and flare shields. And, Holy and, shit. And then my Proteus squadron or tank. Yeah. I was like, this is a hard fucking list. But then I was thinking about this. Should I get these things? Should I order them? And I was like, but why would I want to play this thing? Like, where's the, <laughs> where's the character in this? It's just like a, a hard list. Yeah. yeah it so would be a bit sad. I was just like painted up and then maybe win a few more games than I've been winning before. Mm. But then it would just be like, oh, I don't really like this list. Yeah. That's kind of like how 40k got ruined for me. Because yeah. I spiraled down into these like building whack shit to be able to beat people mm. that were always winning. I'm like, why Why even bother? Yeah, eventually yeah. You, have, you have a list that doesn't have any soul anymore. It's just like... Yeah. You don't feel anything for it. I'd rather sit here on my podcast and have the moral victory. Of yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, awesome. Three mails in the mailbag. Yeah. It's like, uh, 300% it's over- of what we usually get. Yeah, it's overflowing. Oh, have he, to- yeah, he sent a... Uh, uh, a link to Reddit to some stuff. Akimi? Yeah. It's like a, a write-up of it. Oh, nice. Post it in the show notes or on Facebook or something. Yeah, to send the... That's a good idea. So people can check out the pictures, maybe, and read the battle reports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to double-check it first so it's not like meat spin or something. Some, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some crazy, strange... Lemon party. Poo porn or something like that. Easy lemon party. Oh, yeah. That's the old, yeah, yeah. The glorious <laughs> days of the early internet. Yeah. I can still remember the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> no, never trust anything you've got. Like a sc- school mail with a, with a, with a link. <laughs> yeah, gotta learn the hard way. <laughs> oh, sure. I remember when we were like some guy linked that when we yeah. were sitting in the projector of the, the our school room. No, and then <laughs> some guy clicked it during the break, and then the teacher went into the room like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Was it lemon party? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't us. We promised each other. We're innocent. Oh shit. Yep, that's that's why we're so fucked up today. <laughs> Ruined from birth. Uh, okay, uh, what do you say? Should we take a, a quick break and we'll come back and talk about some more crazy things? I like um, some black shields talk. Yeah, sure. Um, I also have. A little topic about hobby 
uh, hobby rooms. All right. Yeah. So we'll be back after this break.
And we're back. Yo! Like more <laughs> water grabbing break. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I mean vodka, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pint of vodka. <laughs> um, yeah, we just du during the break we just had a started talking about the the new characters um, for the Primaris Marines. There's one librarian and one captain that's been released. Um, I, I I saw the price tag on them now as well. What yeah. How much? Crowns. Each? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot for one. They probably have super good rules or something. <laughs> like a librarian, but now it's also a primaris librarian, so it's like... Uh, so you can cast ability times three. Yeah. <laughs> they also always have invisibility on. <laughs> uh, no, but, yeah, and you, you had a good comment that Mac had also said or something. Yes, right. Yeah. Other circle is talking about like monopose characters. Yeah. And, There's uh, been a lot of that lately. Yeah. I don't really like them. I mean, they look really good, but everyone has got the same character after all. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the with the characters from the Calf Box. Mm -hmm. Definitely. This is like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not complaining about the character, like how they look, but just everyone has got that character. And even if you, if you change the character up, mm. if you don't, like, like you have to do it like a lot, there's a lot of work with it to make it look like something else. Yeah. The chaplain, the thing is that the, the, the bits are made in such a way that you can't just fit him with a regular guy yeah it's really strange the, the 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 backpack and the cloak goes together with the yeah uh, it's really strange you kind of have to cut off arms in places mm -hmm. and then carve out the head from where it's sitting and add a new one to make it look differently or else it's just going to have the exact same pose yeah It'll be slipping the same way as everyone else yeah even if you change weapons and stuff so yeah Kelth was good because everyone got into or a lot of people got into 30k and I mean, the, the Marines, you don't think about the plastic Marines, but, but as you said, yeah, then you're going to an event and you're playing against someone and both of you have the chaplain dude kind of just in different Legion colors or something like, oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I mean, I have, I have both of them. The, the chaplain, I cut off the bolt, the, the plasma pistol and I put a bolt pistol there. And instead of the Crocius, I gave him a, a Phoenix power spear. So, but that's the only conversions basically. So he has exactly the same pose, and then I painted him. So I, I just use him as a very fancy yeah, sergeant for my tactical squad, mm. uh, which I think is cool because I can kind of hide him a bit more if he's in the squad. But I guess some people see him and think like, "Oh, is that the chaplain? Oh no, it's just a sergeant." Because yeah, he's like uh, uh, a super fabulous sergeant as well. Is that oh, a tour? No, it's just my sergeant. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the, the, I used, I built my, the the guy in Terminator armor. I yeah. put lightning claws on him. Mm -hmm. uh, I realized that the lightning claws are shit, and also <laughs> I wasn't happy with the paint job. It's yeah. just laying in a box somewhere, never to be used. Yeah. Uh, and then the the chaplain model, uh, they had this like kill team tournament here at the game club. Yeah. Uh, so. I was tasked with making a trophy. So I made like a oh. diorama trophy. Yeah. So I just put that guy 
like flat down on the ground with a head, with a crest and a power fist to make him look like a ultramarine lord or something. Yeah. He's laying down. So he's used it for scenery, basically. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I thought about using doing that for the Prospero guys. Like the, the wolf yeah. guy there, you can't really convert him. Um, for the for the cow, the, the cataphracty dude, I I used him as uh, a Primus Medicaid, but I haven't fielded him yet. Um, but I changed, so he's, uh, let's see, he, he has, well, I think I kept this chain fist, but I used that to try to make it into a, uh, the apothecary thing. Oh, yeah, actually, no. I, I took that thing for my apothecary as well. Now yeah, oh, know. yeah. The Narthesium? Yes. Or what? Yeah, yeah. Because so it, I just put some scary it's, bits. It's a bit smaller than yeah. regular ones. So it's yeah. Really well. Yeah. I did, so I guess he still has that pose, but I think I switched. So the head is looking in the other dire direction. And I, instead of the normal head, I put a, uh, like one of these uh, dark. Eldar Rax head, which looks really scary. One of these fucking gimp masks or something. It's uh, so he looks really scary. And then the other arm, he's usually holding out a combi bolter, right? Yeah. But I cut off the uh, the hand, and then I gave him a Phoenix Power Spear, and then I got to know that oh no, you can't give that to Primus uh, Medicase. So it's like oh fuck, so I haven't used him, but I think I'm just gonna give him a Power Axe or something. In that hand uh, I thought also about like maybe having uh, a hand that's just holding on the top of a power axe that is standing on the ground you know like a cane or something could be kind of cool yeah like like it's resting it's resting down by his feet so I don't know I'll, I'll have to change I'll just break off the hand and put up something else there before I use him I want to use him with a and run a pride of the legion Empress children force with just terminators fuck loads of terminators I, I think I have 10 Cataphracti dudes now. I could have a Cataphracti Primus Medicae. I have a Praetor in ter Terminator armor, I, which I don't know if it's Tartarus or not. It's the guy, it's the Moloch, you know, the Minotaurs character. Oh. I'm I actually not sure. Terminators as well. Like, I don't, if I would get this, do this Ultramarines army, I would get a bunch of Terminators over it. And I was thinking, like, what, yeah. what can I do with Terminators? And what can you do with Terminators in general? Like, because uh, this uh, team, like, uh, used the tactical, flexible army. It's a very like old school 40k team. Yeah. But like a team that's been around in 40k with Marines, like the the Deathwing with only Terminators. Yeah. It doesn't really feel like you can do that in a good way in the Heresy. No, maybe not a very effective way. But I mean, on the other hand, fluff-wise, that should have been more common back then. That yeah. you actually have the entire first company or something. But if you use Blade Pride Legion, you just put a bunch of them on the ground. Yeah. Then that would just kind of suck. It would take four turns for them to cross no man's land. Yeah. But the idea I had was to have, you know, 10 Cataphracti dudes, maybe the Primus, and maybe the Praetor together in a, in a Spartan, like this kind of Death Star unit. Yeah. Uh, and then have two Rhinos. No, two land raiders with five Tartarus in each. Yeah, the Tartarus have lightning claws or something. They're more assault. Well, all of them are assault, kind of. But then you could also have, uh, for Empress Children, you can have the Phoenix Terminators. So you yeah. can have three types of Terminators, kind of, to make it a bit diverse. That's the thing. If you're going to play Terminators, you have to have transport. So either 
like a mm. Spartan and Land Raiders or uh, Charybdis and Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would also look sweet. Uh, but I mean, for Ultramarines, you could use Terminators and the special ones, the full Mentaris or whatever. Yeah, I was looking at them. They're expensive as fuck. Though. Yeah, but you could give them autocannons and uh, uh, what are they called? Cyclone missile launchers, right? Yeah. Which would be cool. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to charge my iPad. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, but mono, monopose, um, it's a bit sad. We, also, there used to be, uh, for 40k, the the captain you could buy, yeah. plastic captain, and that was a kit with tons of uh, bits for just customization. I think almost every Space Marine player bought that guy just to have the bits for other customizing yeah. things. Yeah, there was just so many spares, like heads and mm. power fists and power weapons and guns and yeah. other weapons. And I guess the, the basic pose was kind of, um, it was just standing, like... Yeah, but it was just a regular uh, marine set. So you got yeah. legs and torsos. I guess it was different torsos as well. And yeah. Like, you, you just switch them up with all the other marine stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which is difficult now. Especially, yeah, not only the pose, but as you said, when, the, when, when they don't come together as normal marines, you don't get a torso and legs. You have, like... Yeah. Oh, well, this piece is half of the torso with the cloak, and this is one leg and the hand. Or yeah, I don't know. It's odd. Um, I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, next topic. I had a little, just a little question about um, uh, the hobby space for us hobbyists that like to sit and. We like to model and we like to paint, right? And yes. what about you? So at the moment, you have two. You have a separate painting studio, which is <laughs> more than most would have. Uh, what do you usually work with? What do you just sit in in the living room, or how has it been for you so far? Well, I've been living in a student room, so I I have this really long desk from IKEA. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, meter and a half at least oh nice more, i guess maybe yeah uh, so i fit actually i uh, used to fit both my computer screen and on half of it and then like the hobby section on the other half oh it's been getting to get a bit cramped and with an airbrush it's going to be really cramped so now <laughs> yeah i had a kitchen table as well in my apartment mm -hmm. but now in my new apartment i'm kind of gonna put those two tables into a a V shape mm -hmm. to have like a painting stud, like the painting stuff on the kitchen table, and then the computer stuff on my regular desk. Yeah, so I'm gonna have pretty much a kitchen table in where I live now in my room. Nice. Uh, and but at the moment, but you're also living in like the living room. Uh, yeah. Now that you're sharing, does that do? Is the idea that all of you will kind of hang out in the living room? Oh. Do you have a, is that the center? Not really. I mean, I have a TV, but uh, uh, the second guy is living here also has a TV. Yeah. So, no. It's not so they, they, they won't be bothered by you airbrushing at 3 <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Morning, sunshine. <laughs> as long as you don't have a, 
Jens Treff's uh, compressor. <laughs> the one with yeah. was like a, like a jet engine. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic weapon. <laughs> yeah. So, so what about you? How's yeah, it, it started out by just being on the kitchen table. You know, it, it's just ta it taking over more and more. And now usually I've been sitting at the, well, we had like a, a kitchen table that we used and then we had like this other table in the living room that was, you know, when you have guests over, kind of this nice dining table or something. And I was usually sitting there because then I could be in the same room as my wife and she could watch TV and I could sit there and be like, yeah, semi, you know, semi paying interest, but I could still <laughs> paint and stuff. Because I, yeah, but now, now I'm a bit overwhelmed because now we have a, a guest room in our new apartment. So I have an extra room, which is like the hobby room. So I, I, I have a desk there where I put the, the compressor on. But that, it's a pretty small, it's like a small table. So as you said, like the compressor, then that's everything. And I have like, like a little spray booth thing. And, and that's everything that fits there. So when I sit and do brush work, which I still am most comfortable with, uh, I, I still sit at the, at the table in the living room. Because it also feels a bit lonely to sit in there, like when when I yeah I don't know, um, but I guess I should work on that. <laughs> I've also always been trying to get one of these glass cabinets or something. I want to have my models on display, but I'm never allowed. It's like no, that's silly. That's that's not that doesn't look good enough. I'm like oh, is it because I'm a bad painter? <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly she's mostly been complaining that the IKEA ones don't look good enough. She doesn't want to have them, so I'm like, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is a problem. I, like, where do you keep your models? Do you have them in the in just the box that you can move them around, like the one that you bring to tournaments? Or, uh, yeah, I have uh, my vehicles in my budget box of two uh, like things you transport beer in. Ah, okay, so those slot yeah. together. That's where I have my tanks, and then I have all my infantry in like games workshop figure cases. Yeah, so you just keep them stored there. Oh. Yeah, because otherwise, if you keep them out, I guess they get covered with dust really quick and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it would be nice to have a cabinet of some kind. I guess you shouldn't get as much dust in there, right? That's the idea. Or... Yeah, but it's such a pain in the ass to like when you're gonna play with them. Uh, to take pack them down into yeah. case, and then go yeah. to the place and then pack them up and then pack them down and then when you get home you have to unpack them and put them nicely into the cabinet again. Yeah. Oh, but it works when you have as much shit. I mean, you, you you have like some cool dudes like a character you could put there, and then maybe when you have as I mean you soon have more legions. Maybe you will play with one legion more and then you could have like some force force there or I don't know. Maybe that's a. And future plan thing to just put them up yeah. in a cabinet and jerk yourself over how good your model. Is. <laughs> you have to have some payback for like all the time you put into painting. It's nice. Well, I mean, every now and then it's so nice to put out everything that's fully painted, put the entire army out, and just like place them in a nice way, it's sort of like you know for armies on parade thing. I think that's so. Um, yeah, what do you say? Rewarding. Just yeah. like, ah, oh, shit, I made this. I made this. And even if like, ah, oh, I'm not that, this tactical model, like this tactical guy, I could have painted him better. Then you put it all together, and it's just, yeah, together. Looks, looks sweet. Um, I don't know. That's something to work on. But okay, yeah, so having a hobby room is kind of nice. But so the next step, what's the next step? Like, 
what a, owning a house oh my god that would be awesome imagine having a house and then having a garage like, yeah a garage or, or a basement or something something like that that you could just have so you can do the paint brushing in the garage and it, yeah, like you don't have to care about ventilation it's like it's gonna smell like oil and stuff anyway in there like <laughs> yeah. fuel and stuff you could just and oh imagine having a basement I, I that's a dream i would like to have a room i guess it could be in the basement where i could always have a table set up all the time with you know terrain and everything like a set table so i could just go down there my friends nothing like oh i have to you know take a couple of hours to put out these i don't know like this fold together thing and I, I just think it would be awesome to have a to have a gaming room where you always have a a train up uh, a table up. What about you? Uh, a garage that would be the mm. the dream. Yeah, but I mean, if you have yeah, if you have a room dedicated for that, you could even have a custom table. You could have one of those that's like it doesn't even come apart. It's just a solid, <laughs> huge table that is with the terrain on there. But it's, because oh, yeah. those we talked about that, that that's like the terrain that looks by far the best where you can make you know everything is just uh uh you have big mountains or something and um all kinds of terrain on different yeah. levels maybe all tied together with this uh i don't know plaster backfiller i don't know what you call it something and sand and stuff so you don't see any because i'm okay it's of course, you can't complain about having these borders between If you have the realm of battle, you have six of these tiles, and you put them together to make a board. But you always see, you can see that, you know, the little borders between each square. And I mean, even that takes away some of the immersion. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's also a very elite way of thinking, like, yeah, I cannot play on this shit. I need to be more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Where do you where do you stop? Uh, you have to put stop your ambition somewhere. But one day I would like to have a custom table. Oh. You'll just end up playing like on your backyard. Yeah. And the only thing that's real enough is reality. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that would work on the on the on the grass itself. <laughs> like a huge battle. Oh, I want to make I want to make a board that's like uh, with a power dam. Can you imagine that? Think think of it like uh, you have some kind of. You have lots of mountains going up and down. So you have, and essentially you have two levels. You have the ground level, which is, uh, you know, it used to be sea bottom or something, but it's been uh, drained because at one end of the table, you have this uh, ravine and you make like a power dam there. And behind that, you have at the other level, you have the water that's up there, you know, because it's been dammed up. Uh, so you can paint it with like a gloss or something. So you make it like look like realistic water. And then you have the other level, which is like, yeah, one story up or as high as the dam is, we have the, some of these mountains that you could walk on. So you could walk up there and then you could come down into the ravine at some places and it should be big enough so you could drive tanks both up and down because you can't make, if you make realistic mountains, which is just like tons of peaks, you can't place a model anywhere. <laughs> it has to be playable, but you can yeah. still have like kind of flat pieces, but there are at least at two different levels. And you have some bridges maybe going over the ravine in, in places. So you could have, it's like a three-dimensional battle where some are, some are fighting up in the mountains and you can shoot down and, or shoot up and some are driving down through the, through the, the riverbed. Oh my God. And just maybe add a little bit of snow. Oh, just to get that final touch. Like, mm, mm. Building a, 
because uh, we have some boards over at the club, so I'm thinking of building a, a trench board, actually. Oh, yeah. That would also be awesome. Could you make it with some kind of foam that you could dig into, so you actually dig down the trenches into it, or how would um, you do that? I would build it with a bit of a bit hilly, so there would yeah. be like some, some difference in, in height, so you could actually hide behind things. Oh, that's smart. Yep. So it wouldn't just be like an open field. Mm -hmm. Then maybe use like the the Games Workshop ones, the Wall of yeah, maybe. So. Uh, I don't really like the Wall of Martyrs that is just fucking covered in skeleton. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe there's some other company that makes something more. There should be lots for Flames of War. I mean, I, I guess that's the wrong scale though, but... Yeah, you some... can just build them pretty easily. Just yeah. Like, uh, ice cream sticks. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But... Um, would be cool you could if you build it on top of a board, but then you could just make it a bit higher next to it with some, you know, this. Uh, we call it some. It's a plaster, some of this filler thing, some sand and shit. It, like you, yeah. if you build it up on both sides of the trench, so it actually looks like the trench is down into the table, but it's actually built on top of the table, and you don't have to. It's probably easier to make it like that. So that would be cool. I think you should just make it super dirty also. Like make it with lots of this wet mud. And, and we could use some of these extra uh, tracks from Land Raiders to make in, impressions into the dirt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, to make, and then just tons of uh, tank traps and barbed wire going everywhere. I also got a bunch of like sides of land, uh, rhinos left from like the Deimos pattern rhinos. Oh, sides, yeah. So you can make some of them like blown up and scattered yeah. or yeah oh yeah oh you should make some pools that from like craters from artillery and then fill fill them with some water in the bottom yeah some of this dirty water that's also yeah oh that would be so good with a super dirty trench table <laughs> fucking grimdark warfare you could have some pipelines going through or something uh, while we were talking i is found this thing online. Huh? That uh, table? For, no, banners for Ultramarines. Ah, okay. From which company? Playmobil. <laughs> Playmobil? Yeah. Really? Has someone done used those? or? No, I, I don't know if anyone has used them, but I was Googling like Roman banners 28mm. And oh. I found these. I'll send you a link. I think it would actually fit pretty well. 28. Oh, but I sent you a link on Facebook. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should. I'll check. I'll check. Playmobil. Three Roman soldiers. Should that be the right scale then? Let's see what happens. Northern Europe, Sweden. Oh, so you can buy them here also. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <gasps> that looks freaking cool. But aren't Playmobil pretty big? Aren't they too big? Well, it's a banner. So, I mean, how big is a banner? And... Yeah, but still, like, isn't a, isn't a Playmobil guy twice the size of a Lego guy? And a Lego dude is, like, the size of a Space Marine. I don't know, actually. Don't know. It looks pretty sweet, though. He has, like, a lion on his on his helmet and stuff, and they have shields and spears and stuff. 
damn, and they look mean. They have angry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, so we're soon gonna wrap this episode up. But um, just wait. I'm just gonna get the black book. Get the black book. Getting the black book. There, it was out of reach. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, I managed to borrow this from Frederick Svensson, um, and I started reading a bit on on Black Shields, um, which I would say I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of these being played in the. Okay, wait. Once I saw Freddie the Swede play with them on the MKA course, but I didn't really. I've never played against Black Shields myself. Uh, how about you? Doesn't feel like there's that no, many around. I haven't. And we know that Kalle that wrote the letter has some awesome black shields also yes. down in Malmö. Um, and I mean, okay, of course, this is not nothing new. I'm not going to go into it in too much de- too much detail. But it's always fun, I think, to hear about like different legions and uh, how to play with them. And these are definitely like a kind of a sandbox thing that they are. If you want to have space marines, but you don't want to just play the normal legions. You want to do some other crazy shit? <laughs> you could play black shields, right? And uh, your guys, yeah. Isn't um, so? I, the idea is it's kind of space means that are outside of the legion, uh, legions rules, <laughs> or they're they're taking up different war bands. They're like space pirates, and they're they have their own agenda. Maybe you don't know if they're loyalist or traitor. Maybe they change. Maybe they're just the their own thing. It could also represent. Um, like because the heresy is going on and it's it's going yeah you know sometimes uh, one of the sides needs uh, reinforcements and maybe they then speed up the indoctrination period and they just you know stuff gene seed into uh, <laughs> in- young innocent boys yeah exactly <laughs> that's what we like to hear and and then sometimes they get these crazy results that are like not really you know you don't get the proper space marine because you don't have the time to give them all the training and all the proper implementations so you have some kind of yeah monster thing that just it works for you to win battles but it's not really meant to last long so i don't know this is the general idea of the black shields um they got their name because some of them just you know scorched off their old colors and they were usually colored black sort of um but I think they have their own iconography, and they you can paint them in whatever color you like, I suppose. Um, they have some special rules. They are kind of like uh, space marines that they can always regroup, regardless of casualties. But they um, also can choose some special rules for called wrought by war, which I'll be back come back to. They also have uh, strike only from a position of strength. So because they're so depleted, they cannot afford to lose. They can only engage in like. Uh, battles that they think they have a chance to, to win. So they have plus one on the dice roll when determining who gets the first turn. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They are also outcasts, so they cannot join other space marines, kind of, or they are, they are difficult to ally with other space marines. They don't trust them, really. Um, but they can. They are fellow warriors with both um, militia and uh, Tagmatha fists. So that's cool. You could make like a little war band of... Because, I mean, if you have space marines that have gone rogue, they would have normal humans in charge of their ships and stuff, right? Some stuff like that. Uh, limited resources. I like this one because they are, they're not an entire legion anymore. They, are, they have whatever they have and they can't afford to use things that are expendable, such as drop pods. So uh, they can never use rights of war. Um, 
they could ever have Praetors, Command Squads, Legion Tactical Squads, Drop Pods, Dreadnought Drop Pods, and Death Storm, Death, <laughs> Death Storm Drop Pods. But I guess Charybdis and Dreadclaws could be used then. Yeah, because they, they are re- yeah they're re- reusable. <laughs> uh, they can only take a single console, and they can never have more vehicles than units with infantry type, excluding dedicated transports. So that's cool, right? And then if you want to customize, so you have a more unique set of black shields, you give them a rot by war, which is like a little some extra rules with benefits and uh, disadvantages. Um, one of them are Death Seekers. They're like crazy. Oh, I just want to go into battle, kill as much as possible, and then die. <laughs> sort of. They get Feel No Pain 6+, plus, and they don't have to take pinning tests or morale checks from shooting. But they're also like crazy, so they have always to move towards the closest enemy. Or you have to take a leadership test, and if you fail, you have to move towards an enemy. Kind of. Unless you're in a vehicle or a um, terrain, I would say. Um... Next one, Orphans of War. They're like, yeah, the few legionaries left, they don't trust their leaders anymore, um, but they do like their brothers. They're like, oh, super in love with their brother Marines. They've been through hell. Um, so when they're within six inches of another unit with at least five friendly models or black shields, uh, they gain plus one leadership. And they can also reroll fail to hits of one in shooting phase and assault phase. But they can never benefit from leadership from another model. They don't trust their leaders, kind of, <laughs> and stuff like that. And if they fail morale checks, they lose extra models in in uh, the assault phase. Uh, their characters gain preferred enemy enemy characters, so they hate characters. Even their characters hate characters. They cannot have uh, chaplains, agents of the Imperium, and some other things. So they can never ally with other space marines because they don't trust them. They don't trust them. <laughs> Uh, Outlanders, these are your space pirates, and they're specifically good at like void warfare, and they can teleport. So, like half of them has to arrive via deep strike, uh, or they can at least arrive via deep strike. Deep strike. Uh, if they mishap, D three models lose, regardless of if they go back into reserves or something. They have unsanctioned weaponry because they've been to the very end. They've been like exploring space, and they found these crazy Xenos things. And now, because they're not in the Legion, they can use whatever they want. <laughs> so they have the Xenos Deathlock, which is it's a weapon that's kind of close to the Cacophony weapon, because if you cause wounds, they take a leadership test and they can get more wounds, kind of, something like that. I don't think it's super good, but it could be fun for Fluff. Have you ever seen anyone use a Xenos Deathlock? No. Do you, do you have any idea? Because there, there is no weapon... I think from Forge World, what what would you use to represent that? Like a, a Necron weapon or something? Oh yeah, that's that's good. Or like Dark Hell or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably more than more something that not a not a Turnit weapon. Like you cut off an arm <laughs> of a Turnit, <laughs> shoot some uh, slugs. Um, the Shadow of Oblivion. It's something like when you lost half your army, then the rest could just randomly. They have to take leadership tests, but they're just destroyed. Which is, <laughs> I don't know what this represents. Are they like cowards then? It's like, oh, fuck, most of our guys are gone. Let's just, let's just run away. Or have they just been inhaling too much Xenos stardust to just, they just die? I don't know. I don't know. The last one is the coolest one, the Chimera. These are like the 
strange experiments where you just, yeah, as you said, sho you shove gene seed into a young innocent boy. <laughs> and that's when we were taken off air. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so you get to choose some special attributes. Um, and also, so they have some penalties. Option one, plus one strength, plus one toughness. Holy fuck. But then you have minus one initiative, minus one charge and run. And you cannot make sweeping advance, but still, that's pretty. They're like the, the super guys made by the, the Raven Guard. When they fight yeah, out. yeah, exactly. That's fucking... And I thought about this. I just had a... Okay, plus one strength, plus one toughness. What model we use to represent that? So either you use the Galvor back but, and try to convert them so they don't look... Because these guys are not necessarily monsters, right? They're just super strong, yeah. super jacked. But then I thought about the new Primaris Marines because they are larger than the other Space Marines. But I don't know. So it's why like, would they make like custom new armor for them? Yeah, from the future. I agree. That's a problem. Definitely a problem. Um, but I think that's of all of these, this is probably the best option, right? <laughs> plus one strength, plus one toughness. Yeah. Uh, you could also give them plus one weapon skill, plus one ballistic skill, but then they have minus two leadership. The thing with black shields is that the their regular they don't have tactics squads. They have like a ah yeah reaver squad or whatever it's called, and they marauders. Can, yeah, and they can take chain axes. Yeah, and, and that's plus one strength now. So with that thing, they're strength six. Yep. Yeah, it's actually I'm looking at the marauder squad, and they they come with a bolt pistol, chain sword, chain axe, or a uh, combat blade. So why not just give them a chain axe? Yeah, it's for free. Um, and each Marauder has a two attacks base with two close combat weapons, so three attacks base uh, and an extra charge. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to ask you, because you can also give the last option here. You give the unit Fear, Meh, Fleet, uh, it's pretty good, and Rage, which is awesome, but minus one ballistic skill. So imagine Rage, is that two extra attacks if you charge? Yes. So I might actually keep the chain axe, which is strength 5, which is good enough. I mean, okay, strength 6 is awesome, but like strength 5 with the chain axe and then uh, 5 attacks each on the charge. <laughs> it's either that or... well, I, Okay, well, 4 attacks each on the charge with strength 6 is pretty fucking awesome as well. Yeah, and uh, I think that's... Maybe more, better. Uh, but you, then you lose one initiative, right? Yeah. But you have higher toughness, so you survive. Yeah, that's true. This makes you also dis distrusted, so you can't have any allies. But mm. yeah, who cares, right? Um, okay, so Black Shields have some special equipment. They have some Pariah War Gear, which it's kind of like tampered with. So it's, you know, like power armor and stuff that is reduced to strength to uh, 5 plus when you have a strength 6 or higher weapon. But if you have it, you can snapshots. Uh, after you run, you can run and then fire snapshots with pistol, rapid fire, and assault weapons. I don't know if this is is that good enough. Do you think like snapshots is just hitting on sixes anyway? I don't know. Uh, mm. Yeah, the the pariah. Yeah, hmm? it's it's cool, but I don't know how useful it is. Yeah, they have the pariah bolter, which is a normal bolter, but it's range sixteen, assault two. But if you charge after you shoot, it's a disordered charge. And you don't get yeah. extra attacks. So I don't know. Also, like... Oh, 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 it's assault, too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so then you can choose an assault without getting disordered. Or, or uh, no, it, yeah, it is a special rule uh, for this one. So that's a bit bit sad. Uh, they also have the Pariah Flamer, which is only strength three, but it has overpressure. So if you want, you can fire it at strength four with Torrent and gets hot. So Torrent, that's like 12 inches plus. Yeah. A flamer. <laughs> that's, that's pretty pretty crazy. Um, and then they have the Xenos weapon and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Black Shields can't take Praetors, but they can take the Reaver Lord, which is basically the same stat line as a Praetor. But, but you can't take a Paragon Blade. You can take Mastercrafted of all kinds of stuff and Terminator armor and, you know, whatever you want, bike and... Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait. They have that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's better. That's better. You can have Cyber Familiar. That's something Praetors can't take, usually. If you're not an Iron Hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't? Really? <laughs> uh, instead of the Paragon Blade, they can take the Halo Blade, um, which is strength plus three. So fucking strength seven. But it's only AP3, which makes it kind of crappy unless you're fighting Marines, I guess. Yeah. Good against Mechanicum. would be really good. Oh, it's two-handed as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, they have a special character, the Nemian Reaver, but I won't go through him. But as you said, okay, instead of Tactical Squad, they have the Black Shield Marauder Squad, where you can buy five of them. And that's kind of... Yeah, you usually don't see squads of five in Heresy. Right? Do you get... Even... Do you get Tactical... Like, Veterans, do you buy them five... Yeah, you buy them five. Okay, yeah. The weapon scrolls are five. Devastators are five. Reavers are five. Yeah. So it's usually special guys, but troops. Yeah. These are, these are troops. Oh yeah, sure. And they're only five. Uh, and nice. they're basically that is that you can buy nine of them and put a character in, and you can fit them in a transport. That's that's a really good idea. Yeah. Because um, that's always the problem. But yeah. I always the... have the problem with characters with my iron hands. I never know where to put them. So you yeah. end up putting him alone in the Latinary Proteus. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it's definitely a problem. Uh, <laughs> it must be sad. Like, are we getting out now? Tell me when you guys are getting out of your transport. I'll get out. It's the same. Uh, so you get five of them for 125 points. But for about 300 points, you can get a squad of 20, which is good. It's pretty pretty cheap, I think. Uh or wait, well, I guess, how many? How much is it for 20 tactical guys? Is that 200 points? It's 125 base, and then they're uh, 10 points each, so it's 225. Okay, yeah. So these are more expensive. But these, these have two attacks each. Yeah. And the Marauder, the Chief, has three attacks and weapon skill five, which is pretty cool. And yeah, and they all come with chain access if you want to, which is <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, I just forgot. They all come with chain access. Yeah. <laughs> And that's oh, cool because well, you can... their, their upgrades, like the Chimera upgrade, does it cost anything? No, it doesn't. It's just right, be so because you have some... five, toughness five, strength six, eventually. Yeah. But they're, I mean, a bit more expensive than Tactical's, so... With uh, four attacks on the charge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, yeah, that's the most powerful one. If you w want to run Black Shields and make a really powerful list, I think that's the best one, but... Uh... Yeah, I think it's nice that you can customize them and make them like, oh, these they don't really trust any leaders anymore or something like that. Or they are space pirates, but they're cowards, so they just run away <laughs> if it doesn't go their way. Or and I you was can actually thinking of 
if I would yep. make my sense of horrors force into a black steel force, but oh yeah, I already used the rules and all the reaver shit. So nah. yeah, you could. That, that's a. I mean, I think but, you could use yeah. reaver parts to build black shields because they look. Yeah, I think it's a good thing though. Like space pirates is perfect for black. Yeah, shield. yeah, uh, and you can customize these marauder squads in so many ways. You could give them all. Last carbines or auto guns, guns. <laughs> uh, shotguns, last locks, a second bolt pistol. Pistol. That's kind of cool. It's running around dual bolt pistols. <laughs> then the pariah bolter, heavy chain swords. That's plus two strength, right? Yeah. So you could be strength seven with that. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, last cutters. You could be all of them last cutters. <laughs> That's insane. So yes, because the last cutter in itself is a really crappy weapon, weapon, right? But if you have yeah. twenty of them, oh, I don't know. So going to be pretty crappy. I, it would be. It's ten points each, so twenty guys. Oh that's yeah, two hundred extra points. points. Is it like you can only make one attack. You yeah. hit at minus one or something, or <laughs> weapon skill one, yeah. and it's unwieldy. But then it's like. Strength ten or something or strength nine AP one or two. Yeah, <laughs> needs to be done. Uh, one in five can take other cool stuff like the Senos things, sniper rifles, flamers, rotor cannons, all kinds of stuff. Auto cannons, heavy bolters. Uh, you know, like heavy weapons that you normally don't see. Yeah, uh, it's like a yeah, like a veteran squad kind of. So I don't know, would you run these as big squads of 20 or just a, a number of small ones at 5 and have like one uh, missile launcher in each? Or? I know that Ryan from the Radio First one plays Black yeah. Shield. Yeah. Like squads of 10 in mm. Dread Claws. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, he, he runs the black and red ones, right? Yeah. They look really sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I would run my Black Shield because... Depends entirely on the theme you're going for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought about making any Black Shields list, and I don't know if I would would now either. But there's definitely a lot of uh, customization in there. You can make your own, <laughs> your very own army, just as you want it, kind of. If you want to be different. I mean, that's the thing in 30k, you think, oh, it's just Marines fighting Marines. But <laughs> no, there's so much variation now. <laughs> it's the thing about Black Shields that like, you can do whatever you want, but I yeah. kind of want people to... Like, I don't want people to just make up bullshit stories like that wouldn't make sense in heresy. Yeah. These are actually time-traveling Ultramarines from <laughs> that Clemens and back. Yeah. That's why they have this super armor. <laughs> yeah. Just like whenever you're doing this, just, just keep it keep it low low sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. And I think they should be kind of broken in a sense, like they they shouldn't be the best. It feels like they could be come in and they could have some dangerous weapons, but they should also be like uh, they are a broken war band that are maybe really cowards or something. They should have some real disadvantages as well. Yeah. I like that idea. But yeah, I haven't seen many of them. We know that there are at least two in Sweden. Maybe I'll see them at some event more. So I don't know how good they are. I think they could be really good if you take all the best 
bits in this, but why should you? You should take some of each. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So that was just a little, just a little uh, teaser. If someone wants to get into black shields. Uh, yeah. What do you say, Nicholas? Do you have anything else, or should we wrap wrap this up, this episode up? Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. I don't think that, that that's, that's our list. I'm gonna go soon. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna go play a game. Yeah, in like two hours, I'm going to play some Summer Talus with my Iron Hands. Yeah. Um, against Kevin, the world leader guy. Oh, yeah. Like Your old one. nemesis. Yep. So Have you played Summer Talus with him before? Yeah, I think actually when I first built the Summer Talus board, before it was even painted, we played mm -hmm. a game on it. Nice. Um, and that was like a year ago. Um, and also now I'm gonna get a chance to use my Medusa and Immortals for the first time in Summer Talus. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool. That's what they're actually made for. Maybe it'll, if they're good in it, it's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah. Well, so tell us, uh, tell us your list just quickly. Right, so we're playing twelve fifty. Mm -hmm. uh, and the thing about Summer Talus, oh yeah, we're supposed to talk a bit about Summer Talus. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Summer Talus is just a totally different way to play because like the pacing is totally different. Mm -hmm. Like first turn you shoot your biggest guns at their biggest targets and hope you, you win pretty much. And then you just rush things to objectives. It's a more like a cat and mouse game between the units that you put out in the field. Because you can only put half of your army on the battlefield. Yeah. So um they have to hope. Yeah, you have to plan your army so that it works with reserves. So uh, uh, we're playing 1250, and I built my armies. Uh, I'm using Combat Bitter Iron, mm -hmm. uh, and then my first and only troop is my Midrus and Mortal Squad. And this oh, one yeah. I'm giving them a breaching charge. So I think it's going to be useful <laughs> blowing up some traders in the close quarters. Yeah. And they got their multi guns and Bulgar chargers in mm -hmm. guns because if they run into a dreadnought, they won't be sure. fucked. Yeah. Uh, and now, of course, my my regular HQ with Bulgar charger and breaching shield. Uh, my Delhi Goddess. And I uh, also got my Gorgon Terminators. So these three units will be the units that I will deploy in the beginning. Okay, yeah. Like, advance up the corridors. And then. Uh, the units that I will have in reserve are a veterans, my veteran squad with an apothecary and my biker squad. A biker squad in Somertalis? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how I feel about actually using bikes in corridors. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you can. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that they're like the only unit that's worth having there because i don't have another outflanking unit they uh, don't do they have to take like dangerous terrain tests every now and then or oh, maybe like jump packs or no i'm gonna have to look this up but they will be really really quick and useful in the corridors yeah <laughs> uh that's the thing as well with, like my reavers my hmm. list for my uh, sons of words because they're made for some mortals like i've i built that army with Summer Talus in mind. Yeah. So they're 1250 list. And with that, I'm going to start to unfeel like 
my Praetor and an 8-man Terminator squad. But then I can outflank my three Reaver units. And two of them have jump packs as well, and they can outflank still. So they'll be really fast when they're yeah. getting in from reserves. Hmm. You have to kind of like think of your army in a different way in somewhere else. They have to <laughs> build it with like reserves in mind. Yeah, first turn rarely does see any action, right? It's just like maneuvering. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's strange. It's like you, you feed a little bit at a time. It's like second turn, maybe the first squads collide and some guys will die. And then it takes a while for the next ones, the reserves to come on or... Yeah. I, I haven't learned to master it yet. I feel it's difficult because you're just hoping that your reserves come on and it seems a bit... Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you have to have reserves that can get on quickly. Yeah. You can't just like, build a regular army and then you say, like, oh, I'll put these two tactics in reserve, because then they will never do anything. Yeah. It has to be, like, I don't know, would you put quick units in reserve so they can catch up? Yeah. So you can or kind of attack together? Preferably outflanking or deep striking. Yeah. You have this right of war where you can deep strike Terminator squads as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so if you have, like, a Nuncio Vox, you can deep strike them perfectly. Yeah. But that's the thing with Reavers, with jump packs, is that they outflank and they're fast. Ah, oh, yeah, that's It'll true. Jump in 12 inches. But could you uh, maybe have like a scout squad with a non-serial box and then so you infiltrate with that and then you just deep strike in Terminators next to it and you have like a... Yeah, you can do that. That would be cool. So this is the thing, you have to think in a different way when you're building lists. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know, yeah, I think... I haven't played enough, so I, I, I think in the same way as for normal games, it's like, ah, I'll just remove the vehicles. And that's not a good way of playing it. All right, here, bikes. Bikes, jet bikes, artillery, cavalry, and walkers treat all difficult terrain they encounter within the summer tiles as dangerous terrain as well. Okay. Should any of these use turbo boost, they must take a dangerous terrain test. So only if I oh. cross terrain with them, I have to take a terrain test or turbo boost. And that's nice because there's not that much dangerous terrain in, in the Summer Talus, is there? No. Unless you're playing on this catastrophic table thing where oh, yeah. stuff falls down and suddenly everything is dangerous terrain. So um, these, um, uh, the bikes have outflank and my veterans have outflank. Okay. So that's like the idea with the, those reserves. And then I'll start with two pretty robust units on the field, Gorgons yeah. and Medicine Worlds. Yeah, they're going to be difficult to, to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect on uh, having to fight, though? Will there be yeah, red butchers? No uh, yeah, probably butchers. Maybe two uh, dreadnoughts. He has assault marines. Will he use them in some battles as well? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. So they're pretty good. I mean, they also you lose some from hitting their heads into the walls, but they're fast, which is very useful. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun playing against war leaders. Yeah. You know that shit is gonna happen. Like you're never gonna face a gun line. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> by turn two, most of the things will be dead. <laughs> I know that Kevin is thinking about doing some space wolves as well. Ah. It's kind of a sim similar strategy. <laughs> yeah, he said he's getting a bit bored with war leaders because yeah. the thing with world is that they kind of always have to take the same role 
you can't really play a tactical game with them. Yeah. Man maneuvering. It's just always like, yeah, I get to get, I gotta have to get these guys there and kill shit. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But space wolves, aren't they a bit similar in one way? But they're more will... tactically flexible. Like they have a rules wise, I guess. They, they outflank and shit. Yeah, but yeah. fluff wise as well. Well, yeah, that's like true. They kind of savages. Or world leaders are just fucking gladiators. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, and they have their own uh, death sworn packs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Those are freaking cool. Yeah. I, I think that that's a good idea. You should try to try to find a different color scheme also so it doesn't feel, because they go, oh, yeah, they could be kind of light also, like uh, world leaders. I mean, maybe you should give them a dark gray so it's a bit different to paint or. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I told him you should make a summer houseless to match my sons of horrors. And then we can yeah. 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 That's that's a good thing about summertiles. You could start out with a small force, which yeah. you can paint up pretty quickly. Then you can realize that you don't want to make this into a big force. And yeah. Just stay on summertiles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, we, I, I need to play some more some summertiles games and maybe find some missions that are more. Yeah, to make it Better more interesting. Than the one we played. Yeah, because I don't think some of the games are not very interesting in Sormatas. It just doesn't seem balanced, or it doesn't seem. I don't know. It's just difficult. For yeah. actually, it's like one unit reaches and then they fight and then some dies, and they have to wait until the next one walks up. Maybe it's just that we need bigger Sormatas boards with more options because it's like, okay, should I take this corridor or that corridor? And, and maybe in okay, all of his forces I, in that corridor. So why would I? You just have to play more and learn the way yeah. that it's played. Yep, for sure. I I'm a total noob at Summertales, and then you play a game like, oh, how the fuck did this happen? Like, yeah, some game can turn out that you get wiped instantly because you were out of position. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you just have to learn to play a different game. Okay. Yep, I agree. Um. Uh, I also need a lot more practice. <laughs> Maybe I should just go out and build and finish my Storm Mortalis so I can get some fucking... <gasps> or should I go and play some Skyrim? Hmm. <laughs> it's a tough choice. <laughs> Damn Skyrim. Damn Skyrim, yeah. That's the problem. I have, the, I have my Xbox here at my parents' place. Yeah. And I just got this big, uh, you know... Uh, desire to like, oh, I, I should play Skyrim again. I haven't done that in a long time. And I was like, oh. I got this urge to play Oblivion. Oh, yeah, that would be game. awesome. Yeah, that's really good. The stories, yeah, like, of course, the game mechanics kind of is better in Skyrim now and the graphics and stuff, but like the stories, I think, is cooler in, in Oblivion. I like the world more of Oblivion as well. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. The, the, the game Skyrim taught me to fear nature. Because it's like, oh, I'm just gonna walk on this path and like, oh my god, there's wolves here. Oh my god, there's a saber cat. Oh my god, there's a bear, and it's just, it's a fucking mammoth. That's a giant. That's a dragon. Like everything just kills you all the time. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> Enough about that. Uh, anything else before we wrap this episode up? I just sent you another link. I found some more banners from Puppets War. That's actually 28 millimeter. Maybe I've seen these ones because I have seen, I have found some ones before. I did some research a while back. 
I thought, yeah, ultra, uh, ultra means, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen these before, but these are perfect. I think. Yeah. This, so what what this is exactly you are stand for? Good question. It's something. It's like just straight off Roman. It's, it's exactly what they had. It's a. It means Senatus Populsuke Romanus. The Senate and the Roman Roman people. Oh yeah. So that should be removed probably. But but I thought like buying three of those or more and then maybe have some extra brass on top and you could customize because you have those round pieces. For yeah. the for the listeners it's like a, an eagle on top and then you have like a little sign where you could just scrape off this SPQR and write something yeah. in high gothic. And then you could have yeah, you could have like the squad name or something. And then you could uh, there's these round pieces. We could put the Ultima symbol or something, and that would would look pretty much like the one that the the event only guy yeah. that was released, right? right? You, you, something like that. That's that's uh, six euros a piece. Ah, uh, you know, that's fucking. It's a fucking lot. Yep. Uh, and we need how many? Do you, I need three. How many need do you need? Four. We, we'll ask them if we, we can get some kind of uh, discounts. We're yeah, from a like, big, big podcast, and we just shouted out your uh, banners. You should give us a discount. Did you buy them, <laughs> like packs of five or something? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> well, right. well, well. Anyway, <laughs> where are they from? By the way, they're from. If they're from. It's more. It's gonna be like massive shipping. Yeah, just gonna get stuck in customs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be, yeah, I think yeah. that's it yeah. for for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Nice we'll, to be back. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see when we get back for our next episode. I'll be here for another two weeks, and then I'll be back in Gothenburg. So maybe, maybe it will be then, but maybe it will be sooner. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You'll have to let us know how it goes in your uh, Somatalis game. In any yeah. case. Pull some pictures up with this uh, when I'm uploading the episode. Yeah. Gotta kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was all for today. Um, remember to, if you want to send us a letter, uh, well, yeah, snail mail. You can always try to find us. But you can also use our Gmail, send an email to at the don't lose your head pod at gmail.com. Is it the is also part of the. No. It's just don't lose your head, or? Oh shit! I think it's <laughs> don't lose your head. I think you can find on our, our Facebook page. If you can find our Facebook page, then you could. It's just don't lose your head pod. Don't yeah, lose your head pod. Yeah. At gmail.com. Yeah. Or ask uh, Akimi. She knows where. Uh, she knows the address. But then you have to yeah. find her. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, stay hard for heresy. Drink some uh, resin, or sniff resin dust. Drink, drink the tears of your enemies uh, when they weep, and have the best love. Yeah, have a nice summer as well. Uh, and remember, kids, kids, uh, Fulgrim gives head, and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head. <laughs>